It's time for Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio. Mix 96 FM, Total Media, and Jackson County Broadcasting proudly present Jackson Ironman Football. Tonight's broadcast of Ironman Football is brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, Liella Lanes of Wellston, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, H&R Block of Jackson, A&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchery, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipments, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Jackson Ironman Football is also brought to you by Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Departments, Glass Garage, Hoser Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson, Red Wolf Dog Kennel, General Mills Totinos, Webb's Heating and Cooley, Angles Garage, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game, Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, and Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Now, with all of the exciting action of Football Friday Night and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app, here's Dan Dobbins, Dan Morrow, and Pete Wilson. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Jackson Ironman Football. This is Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Marr, and the Jackson Ironman are home tonight in an SKC contest. And we've been looking for this one for quite some time now as the Jackson Ironman will take on the Washington House Blue Lions this evening. We have an opportunity to play for a piece of the Frontier Athletic Conference. That would be the fourth time within the six years of the existence of the league. But we have to take care of business tonight against a team that also pretty much, I think, in their mind, thinking if they can win this one, they might be Frontier Athletic Conference champions, even though they got a big rival game next week. And you always have to take business, take care of business week 10. But they will have beaten what were pretty well perceived, the two top teams in the league, if they can get that one tonight. They come in tonight's game at 7-1. and one. Their only loss, a common opponent, the Western Brown Broncos, back in, I think, in week number two. The Aaron were 6-2 six, six overall, and they're unblemished in that FAP play. Well, it, it, and we talked about this with Coach Hall. It seemed like a long time ago this team was 1-2. and two. We're walking out of Dresden, or we're driving out of Dresden Tri-Valley on that long ride home, and nobody really feels very good about themselves. They'd lost two heartbreakers in a row, and it just didn't feel great at that moment. But boy, have they righted the ship. The coaching staff, as Coach Hall said, has come together. They work hard every week, all his assistants. They've got this team back playing at a very high level of football, but we knew all along these two at the end were going to be a challenging group. And as he said in his pregame show, and he'll mention that, that he just wanted to get through the last two games and not have us lose a level of confidence or um, 
playing ability. Well, we haven't. We really took care of business the last two games, and that sets up this matchup tonight. And for those 18 seniors on the Ironman football team, this is their last regular season game here in Jacksonville Stadium. And this is huge because it's an emotional moment. Jackson needs to win probably one of their next two to have another home game here. I think it'll be tough if they lose both of them. If they win both of them, they're going to have two home games here in the playoffs. But right now, as we talk about later on with Coach Hall, it's not the playoffs we're thinking about. The first goal of this team was to win a Frontier Athletic Championship. It always is. As he said, they want their picture up on the wall in the locker room. All the league championship teams are up there. And it's very, very important to this group. And it's extremely important to those 18 seniors to get the win on their home field tonight. Well, October is Brent Cancer Awareness Month, and in honor of that, the Jackson are going to be wearing pink wristbands. Which is kind of a neat thing. We, you know, Coach Hall started this a number of years ago. Um, and hate to bring it up, but his mother died of that terrible disease, and, and every family it touches in some way, shape, or form. So anytime we can raise money for it, the battle is there day in and day out to beat cancer. Someday we will, but uh, we just got to keep plodding away at it. Well, the two teams on the field warming up, and actually we're having the meeting of the captains. So we'll take a timeout, and we'll listen to the coach, Andy Hall, Welcome to the Coach Andy Hall pregame show starring Jackson Ironman head football coach Andy Hall and myself, Dan Morrow. Tonight's show is sponsored again by Hothead Burritos. Located in McCarty Crossing Plaza on East Main Street, Hothead Burritos, mild to wild. Coach, last Friday our Ironman traveled to Greenfield and took care of business with a 48-0 victory. But what's more impressive than the score was total yards, 470 total yards to 33. Yeah, we were very impressed how we came out in the first half. You know, I was a little concerned about our kids looking forward to, you know, these next two weeks and, and um, you know, staying focused on the task at hand. But, uh, you know, I thought we, you know, we really made a good business trip out of it. We came right out of the gate, um, put, you know, three touchdowns on the board there in that first quarter and, and were able to, uh, you know, keep their top running, running back in check. Um, you know, he, he had had over, I think, 1,100 yards going into our game. I think we held him to less than 10 uh, for the entire contest. But, um, you know, I thought we were very physical. Our offensive lines really come along, uh, opened up some big holes for our running backs and gave our quarterback time to throw it. Um, you know, we didn't throw it a lot there in that first half, but I think we still were able to, to throw for 150-some yards, I think it was. And, you know, we had three touchdowns called back in that first half, including another great punt return by Jake Wood. And, um, you know, but other than that, it was 35 nothing halftime. We were able to play all of our, um, you know, JV kids the second half, and uh, it, was, it was a good night for football for the Ironman. You're right. You mentioned the offensive line. We have to brag about them this year a little bit. They're all seniors, and they do seem like it's a group that is starting to mesh right now. Boy, it's the right time of year for that. You know, it is, and that's something that you know we, we pride ourselves on is, is physical line play on both sides of the ball. And, and I really think the, you know, these seniors um, with a really kind of a tough start, but again, you have to compliment the teams we're playing against, too, that were really tough to block. But, you know, I think our kids learned a lot. They're getting better each and every week. And, and um, you know, they understand what it's, at, what's at, you know, at stake. You know, this is their last go around. Like I said, we start five seniors. And, um, you know, this is their opportunity to really, you know, put a stamp on this program, you know, with the physicality and so forth. And 
Um, you know, I thought the last two weeks were really grown, and that should really help us in you know, tonight's game, we hope, and then, of course, next week with Chill Coffee. You talked about the 35-0 halftime lead. That means running clock the whole second half. Everybody gets to play. Last week, the week before, we had four Jackson Ironmen score their first career touchdowns, which is kind of a neat thing. What a thrill that is for a young man, especially these are younger players. Uh, this week, three more got into the end zone for the first time ever, and that was Gavin Jones, Bodie Wolford, and, Char- and Charlie Woodard. So, I mean... That's pretty neat. 17 different players have scored points this year for your Jackson team. Well, and that is unique. And it, and it shows the quality of our young men and, the, and hopefully the strength that we have you know, moving forward in the next few years that we've got kids to make, can make plays. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's key to a building a program or sustaining one is when, you know, if you have a key injury, then you've got other kids behind them that can make plays. And so, like you said, we've had 17 different uh, players score touchdowns. I think that's, that's got to be a record somewhere. But, uh, you know, very proud of our young kids and how they, they keep plugging along. You know, we've had a great JV season up to this point. We only lost one game. Um, our freshmen have only lost one game, you know, and, and a lot of those kids are, got, got a chance to play in that second half of last week's game. You know, Coach, I've always wondered how this works out. As the year works on, we know our number one goal is to win a Frontier Athletic Conference championship. But at this point in the year, too, you can't help but be peeking at the playoff situation. It's very exciting for our Jackson Ironmen. And, you know, as a coach, you, you, you have to emphasize to the kids the championship, but you got to still be looking what, you know, really some really good things could happen for us in the postseason. You're right. You know, like you said, our number one goal is to win the conference championship, and tonight is a big step towards that, you know, playing an undefeated conference foe in courthouse. You know, you, you know, look at their, their record and their games they've played. You know, this could be the best team they've had since probably 2010. And, um, you know, they're going to come in with a lot of confidence tonight. But, uh, you know, our number one goal is the conference championship. we got to win the next two weeks to be able to solidify that opportunity. And then with those two wins, should give us a great seed in the playoffs. You know, we jumped from six to four in the region. We feel like that, um, you know, with the next two weeks, you know, we could be in the top two. Um, I know that, you know, tonight Tri-Valley has a big game with their arch-rival Sheridan for a conference championship. And, you know, depending on how that, that goes, uh, could determine where we'll be in, in the standings. But, you know, like you said, uh, we do look at that. Everyone looks at that because that's a big part of what we want to do as a program is – is to be in the playoffs, hopefully get to play some home games, and then, of course, compete for that regional championship. Just looking there in the standings, we appear to be the team that has the most to gain the last two weeks, playing a very good you know, courthouse team tonight, a very good Chillicothe game, uh, team next week. We could gain an awful lot of points, and as you, you know, as you know as much as we all do, we'd all love those two home games in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you get a chance in week one to win, then you get host again in week two, and... Um, you know, with our region being so tough, it doesn't really give me – I mean, 1 through 16 uh, is really unbelievable. And, of course, we got three teams in our conference that are in our region. And we could see one or two of those teams again in the playoffs. But, um, you know, the biggest key is, is being able to get those home games, you know, have an opportunity to do that. And, um, of course, you have to win week one of the playoffs to get week two opportunity. But if you do, it, it's, it's huge. Um, to stay at home, be in your home locker room, you know, having all the home festivities that you're used to doing, I think is is, is awesome and, and helped us a bunch last year. Uh, so, again, that's a, that's a goal for ours as well. I think this is unique. For the fourth time this year, in my mind at least, Jackson is playing in the biggest game in southern Ohio. Jackson 6-2 and 3-0 and in the league. 
taking on Courthouse seven to one and three and zero in the league. You're right. You know this, like you said, I just mentioned a minute ago. This is the best. You know, record at Courthouse has come in with and since 2010, and you know I know that you know their coaching staff you know has really prepared them for this long run. Um, you know, we're seeing more of their kids play both ways. I think one of the things they've done in the past that you know may have not or may not have been good for them is they've done a lot of two platooning, and so a lot of their key guys would just play on one side of the ball. This year, we're seeing a lot more of their best athletes playing on both sides, which you know shows in their defensive stats uh, this year compared maybe years past. Um, you know, they've always been a high-scoring offense. They are again, and we're going to see a quarterback. And Troy Thompson, who's thrown for over 2,300 yards already, 26 touchdowns. Um, you know, he throws it all over the yard and has a lot of nice weapons to, to choose from. Uh, so that's never been a problem at Courthouse. Defensively has been their struggle. And, you know, this year they're getting up a lot less points. Uh, their defensive line has a lot of size to it. And um, they get good pressure on the quarterback. That was going to be my next question. Who are these guys? We have never seen Courthouse have four shutouts coming into this game, and then one other game they've only allowed six points. This is a Courthouse team that usually outscores you, but they are playing it, playing pretty solid on the defensive end. You know, they are. I feel like this, the Charles Souther kid who's an all-state wrestler, uh, number 50, you'll see him at the defensive end tonight. You know, he's 6'3", 225. He's got great size and strength. Uh, I think he really solidifies that front. Um, you know, they also have, of course, the Lamaster kid on the other side who's 6'6", 245. So those are bookend defensive ends that can really give you problems. Um, you know, linebacker core, uh, pretty balanced when you talk about tackles uh, and tackles for lost. They all average about 20 to 25 tackles. Uh, the secondary, you see a lot of man-to-man -man -man coverage. Uh, they have great athletes in the secondary. Uh, by playing man-to-man, -man, they try to put pressure on you um, at the line of scrimmage. So, you know, the key for us tonight is to get our receivers open in space, you know, give Jacob some time to throw the football. We feel like that, you know, we've, we've put some – couple more concepts in this week, a couple more formations like we always do to try to hopefully give them problems. Um, but if we can give Jacob time to find the open man, I think we can do some damage in that secondary. Little history lesson. We have played Courthouse nine times back in 1948 through 1951. We lose three out of four games and got outscored by a score of 84 to 38 to Courthouse. Then, from the last five years within the league, from 2017 to 2021, we are 5-0 and and have outscored Courthouse by a total of 236 to 101. First four games, we averaged nine points per game. The last five, we've averaged 47. That kind of tells you how the game of football has changed. It has, you know, and, you know, we look at our stats and, and just like the example of this year, defensively, you know, we're giving up more. We have given up more yards passing than we have in the last few years. But then you got to look at how many times people are throwing the football. You know, the game of football has changed so much, like you just said, that you know, even at the high school level, we see it in the college and pros each each and every Saturday and Sunday. But now on Friday nights, you're seeing the ball being thrown 25 and 30 times a game. So you're going to give up some points. You're going to give up some yards passing. You know, used to, your goal was to give up under 100 yards passing because anything over 100 yards it was a great night for any high school quarterback. Now that number is around 200, you know, so it's doubled. So I, I think, you know, it puts more pressure on your secondary. It puts more pressure on, you know, being able to, to teach and play different coverages because now quarterbacks are better trained in the offseason. They go to all these camps, all these quarterback coaches that, you know, teach them at a young age how to read defenses, you know, all the 7-on-7 seven -seven camps you're seeing now. You know, high school quarterbacks are just so much more advanced than they used to be 
even 10, 15 years ago that it's not even the same game. So, you know, tonight, like I said, with, with Courthouse's quarterback, and we're going to see the same thing next week with Chill Coffee's quarterback. You know, both those kids have thrown for 2,000 yards and, um, you know, with great weapons. And, and so, you know, like I said, the game has changed, but, you know, we feel like here that we still, you still got to stop the run. You know, I think I'm, we're old school enough to, you know, we have to run the football, got to stop the run. From that point, you know, we've been very fortunate as an offense ourselves to be very balanced. We average over 200 yards a game passing and throwing. But, um, you know, we got to establish the run first. And then, like I said, for them, uh, keep them off balance. Rocky Jones, who's a sophomore uh, tailback, He's, he's a little guy, 5'6", 140 pounds, but by God, he can fly. And uh, they like to get him the ball in space. Uh, he's their leading rusher right now as well. Uh, you know, he's at average and, you know, he's right at about 600 yards a game uh, uh, rushing and, and over 400 yards a game pass. Or I'm sorry, in the season, 400 yards a game passing or receiving. So, you know, he's a 1,000-yard guy himself. So um, we got to understand where he's at at all times and, and, again, put pressure on the Thompson kid. Uh, to put him in bad spots. Week number nine, hard to believe we're that far along. How are we doing injury-wise? Well, you know, not too bad. Jake Wood, uh, unfortunately, is a game-time decision. He hurt his Achilles. We don't actually know when. He said after Friday's game he felt fine. Saturday felt good, but Sunday he could not walk. And so he's been held out all week. Um, you know, conditioning, I'm not concerned with him, but just making sure he stays healthy. So we're, you know, Jason Crawford's done a great job rehabbing him this week. You know, he's been very limited in what he's been doing in practice. Uh, we're hoping, you know, to give it a go, tape him up, see how he feels. But he literally be a game-time decision. Um, other than that, uh, you know, feel like, you know, uh, Jake Allen, our freshman tackle, who uh, got hurt last week with his wrist, was out last week. Uh, hopefully we, we should be able to get him back tonight as one of those guys on the offensive line. But, you know, other than that, going into week nine, you know, we really can't complain. Uh, besides the bumps and bruises, we're in pretty good shape. Big, big football game, but also an emotional night. 18 seniors are going to be honored tonight to play their last regular season game on this field, and we certainly hope it's not their last game. You're right. You know, um, you know we're going into this game thinking that it is um, just for their mindset because it's guaranteed. You know, there is no guarantee. Uh, we know we're in the playoffs. We're a guaranteed spot, but there's no guarantee you play a home game. So um, we hope we can come out of that tunnel and, and that helmet uh, at least one more time, hopefully two after tonight. But um, we know what we can control, and that is tonight. Um, feel very confident in the sense we have a great week of practice. These kids understand the legacy they're trying to leave, you know, being able to put their, their picture, team picture, and their year on the wall in the locker room that will last forever. And that legacy starts tonight. Best of luck to you, Coach. Can't wait to talk to you in the postgame. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Stay tuned for more pregame activities with the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins, and the best stat man this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Pete Wilson. At Atomic Credit Union, choose how you check. $5 opens your account, and you get your debit card the same day. Online and mobile banking gives you access to your account 24-7 with features like card activation and deactivation, remote deposit capture, pay another member, and bill pay. Visit us online at AtomicCU.com and unbank with us today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender.
With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Rice or Equipment of Lucasville on US 23 or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today or visit them online at riceorequipment.com or on Facebook. You're listening to Football Friday Nights on Mix 96 FM. We're back here at Alumni Stadium, and it's been a quite a pregame so far, Mr. Wilson. Um, just a lot of things going on. We honored early on Coach Larry Hall, Jackson, longtime assistant coach, and Andy Hall's father for 50 years of coaching. That's an amazing number in this day and age, and there won't be that many coaches make 50 years, you know, in the upcoming years. I just know that's a fact on there. You know, we uh, we honored the Air Force with their fight song. People in the Air Force stood up and cheered on there. We honored the flag with the Star Spangled Banner. But now we're honoring the best band in the land in our mind, and that's the Jackson Marching Band picking up a nice award at the moment. Right. It, they call it the Battle of the Bands. It's done by the Buckeye Hills Career Center and their Drug-Free Clubs of America chapter. The Drug-Free Clubs of America chapter, it's a national thing, and at Buckeye Hills Career Center, they have a local chapter, and it's all about kids making the commitment to stay drug-free. It's been very successful at Buckeye Hills. I can't remember the number, but it's, uh, it's between 100 and 200 kids that made that commitment, and they celebrate that fact, and they, they help each other, they uh, urge each other on, uh, they support each other uh, to stay drug-free. As part of a big event, kind of almost like a party, uh, this year they went to the Galapagos City Park. It was this, just this past Wednesday, and, and the entertainment component of that brings a lot of people in. All all the high school bands in Jackson, Gallia, and Benton counties go there. They all perform, and then the members of the club then choose the best band or the best band performance that day. This year, it was the Jackson Martin Ironmen, and that's what's happening out on the field as we speak, the presentation of that Battle of the Bands trophy. That's about a five-foot-tall trophy they're going to get for this one, and uh, as we've said all along, Coach Hurd and this undefeated Jackson Ironman Marching Band, just another one of their many awards. Very nice. Very nice for them. I know that the bands take that seriously. It's very collegial among the bands. They support each other, but, you know, they're competitors, too. No question about it. And the way our band works at it, there's a reason why they're that good. Hey, we got a pretty big ball game here tonight. This one is one of the reasons I think we've hung around for all these years. The enjoyment value of getting to broadcast a game like this. You're playing for a league championship. You're playing for one of the best teams in the area. As we said a minute ago on the Coach Hall pregame show, we're probably the fourth time this year we've been involved in what in my perception would be the biggest game in all of southeast ohio and it's tonight it's uh, washington courthouse who feels this is possibly the first team since the fac has started that they have a chance to beat this jackson ironman football team and we're going to see in a few moments right well there's one more week of the regular season and it's important but right now, this is the showdown game with a capital S. Both of these teams come in as the only two teams in the FAC undefeated. So whoever leaves this as the winner is going to get no less 
than a share of the title. A lot of bragging rights, too. Uh, Dan, we know that Washington Cornhouse has always had a good uh, football program, but Jackson has ruled the FAC in the five years that they have been in it. They've never lost the Washington Courthouse. And uh, I know that uh, And last year, of course, the Ironman won the championship undisputed, really cruised through the conference. And so this, uh, you have to know that the Washington Courthouse Blue Lions with uh, maybe the best team they've had by their own uh, fandom the last 10 years, maybe the last 20 years, you know they have to be charged up tonight to come in here and try to take that crown away here on Jackson's own field. And Jackson up here on the hill, they're going to be just as determined to hold on to that trophy. They have some very special players, Pete Wilson. They have said all along, we've heard this might be the most talented team of all Southeast Ohio. Very, very talented. Let's start with their quarterback, Troy Thompson. Uh, he is ranked as one of the top passers in the state of Ohio. If you go by yardage, uh, 26 touchdowns, we understand, uh, over 2,000 yards already. He'll throw 25 to 30 times a game. They are definitely a passing team. And one of the reasons they throw is they've got some great receivers. A.J. Dalmar, we've heard his name uh, on, the, on, the, OM basketball. Right, on the different sports. He is the all-time leading pass catcher in, baseball, in Blue Line history. Oh, yes, very, very good pitcher and infielder for so the Blue Line baseball team. And then, of course, Tanner Lamaster, number 23, the 6'6", 245-pound tight end, who was signed, sealed, and delivered to the Division I school, the University of Kentucky. They also have some other young men who can catch the ball as well. They can run the ball, but they prefer to pass with that spread offense and all those talented receivers. Rocky Jones is just a sophomore, slightly built sophomore, about 150 pounds. He is their leading rusher and certainly a threat on the ground. And, uh, Dan, you've got to think with the balance that Jackson has, a little bit uh, more run than pass. But they'll run about two out of three plays, but the yardage pretty close to same. Uh, Jacob Winters, a Division I quarterback himself, signed suit and delivered to Ohio University. Uh, he gives the uh, he gives the Ironman a big play possibility with his arm, his poise, his experience, and the guys on his side of the field who can catch the ball. And you just have to think which defense is going to step up and stop the high-powered offense. Both of these teams averaging in the high 30s. Those teams are on the field. Jackson in their all-red uniforms. Courthouse in the all-white. Jackson lost the toss, but Courthouse winning it decided they wanted the football. So the Ironman will be kicking off. Ironman will be on defense first. Now that we're seconds away from the kickoff, let's turn it over to the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins. All right, thank you, Dan Morrow. And what a night for a football, crisp and clear, no... Uh... No rain in the skies. What a, a pre-game, all those things going on in there, a lot of fun, good atmosphere here. Courthouse brought a good contingent down, as you would expect. Jackson, for the uh, most nights this year, have had a great home crowds and another big turnout tonight. As you mentioned, Hill, or Courthouse in the all-white with the white helmet, the red, I bring them with all red tonight. And back deep for it. Courthouse is number seven, Rocky Jones, the 5'6", 138-pound sophomore, kicking off for the Ironman, Thatcher Brown. We've been waiting all week for this one. And here we go. Kick is taken at the 20-yard line here on the near side of the field. 
And a big hit in there by Bo Landrum, bringing him down at the 25. Boy, how many times have we said that on the kickoff team? Bo Landrum with the hit, the tackle, and he steps right up there and goes to that cornerback position defensively for the Airmen. We'll take a peek in there. We think it'll be Bryce Delaney at the nose guard position. David Norris, A.J. Denny, the two down tackles. Brody Butcher, Andrew Davis starting at the inside linebacker position. Outside linebackers, Braden Powell, Landon Camp. Eli Broerman, Jacob Winters, the two safeties, Jake Woods and Bo Landrum, as we mentioned already, the two starting corners. And we do not. We have a little bit of a change. Mason Landing is in there starting at that cornerback position. All right. Courthouse comes to the line of scrimmage. Out of the shotgun formation. Troy Thompson, the 6'3 senior. From the 27-yard line, the handoff to Rocky Jones, and he stopped at the line of scrimmage. He'll actually lose a yard. Landon Camp in there first. Let's see who gets off the bottom with him in there. And it was A.J. Denny. No surprise with those two guys. That's a loss of about two yards. Mason Landon getting the start at the cornerback position, as Coach Hall just said minutes ago. Jake Wood was a game-time decision. He, We aren't sure how much we're going to see, Jake. He did warm up, so we we'll hope we do get to see him at some time tonight. He's been Jackson's leading receiver and outstanding cornerback. Courthouse spreads the field. Now he sends Dahlmeyer in motion. They hand it to Jones once again. He's hidden behind the line of scrimmage, and they'll lose more yardage on that second and 12. Courthouse, as Pete mentioned, likes to put it in the air for first two, but the first two scrimmage plays were run. Really surprised at the first two play calls by Courthouse, but Braden Powell in there with a host of other Ironmen. Another tackle of a uh, loss of two yards, so we're looking at third and 14. And now they have trips wide to the right side from their own 23-yard line. There's a snap back to Thompson, looking right. Throws it upfield. It is caught well short of the first down, and he goes down at the 28-yard line. Good coverage again, and tackle by Braden Powell. Back-to-back -back tackles by the senior outside linebacker, and puts a fourth and nine situation, so they'll be forced to punt on their first time like with the ball. Isaiah Haycock with that reception, and it'll be fourth down and nine. Interesting play call, well short of where they needed to go out in the flat. He would have had to break some tackles uh, to get the first down. The Ironmen did tackle well there. Lee Master will stand in punting formation. The big 6'6 six, six senior. A good snap from center. Just a quick punch. And it's going to be taken by Wolford to the 41. He's at, gives a stiff arm to the 45, big. 50 into courthouse territory. Down the sideline and ran out of bounds at the 32-yard line. You know, Jackson put some pressure on Lee Master, the 6'6 tight end slice punter. He quick kicked at a line drive, and Kate stepped up with coverage in his face, made the catch on the dead run, made one tackler miss, and then a great return all the way down to the 30-yard line. A 27-yard return by uh, Wolford and only a 27-yard punt. All right, the Ironman in great field position at the 30-yard line of the Blue Lions. Winners under center, single back behind him. Everybody tight splits, and here's a handoff to Wolford. He Cuts to the right, tries to get outside, and brought down after a five-yard gain at the 25-yard line. Talk about that offensive line, how far they've come this year. Trent Evans left tackle, and um, Allen Adams, the left guard. Nate O'Brien center, David Norris, the right guard, and Tylen Messer, the 
right tackle. We had, went with two tight ends there. So you have Brody Butcher in there, and we had uh, Eli Broerman lined up at a tight end position. We also have Gavin Jones getting in there. When we go two tights, you're starting to see that sophomore play more and more. Double wings to both sides. Here's play action. His winner's going deep. And the wide open is cut for the touchdown. Brody Butcher. Wow. We, and we had another man open going down there. Eli Broerman was actually open on the left side of the end zone. Brody Butcher was open on the seam cut right down the hash marks. And when we give number seven time, he puts it right there on the mark. He had his feet under him. Jacob Winters hits him on stride. Brody Butcher with the touchdown and the Ironman strike early in this one. Trent Evans will snap. Jake Wood will hold. And Thatcher Brown will attempt the extra point. Snap the kick, and it is on the way and good. 7-0, the Ironman lead with 9.15 to go in this first quarter. We'll be back with more Ironman football on Mix 96. Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get finance for your new LS Tractor today. Excel in your field. Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli of Wellston is your one stop for fresh local meats. From burgers, brats, and steaks for the grill, sausage or bacon for breakfast, or fresh side of beef or pork for your freezer, Dave's has everything you need. Don't pass up their homemade chicken and ham salad prepared and packaged for any occasion. Cut fresh daily, you won't find fresher meat anywhere else. And don't miss our monthly special, local fresh meat at Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli on Scott Lane in Wellston. Rocky Jones takes the uh, Thatcher Brown kickoff on the first top at the 15-yard line, and he will return it for about six yards after the 21. Excellent kick by Thatcher. Good job there in coverage by Mason Landing. Makes the tackle, and the Ironman back him up, the, like you said, inside the 21-yard line. P. Wilson, how fast was that? Uh, very fast. How about two plays, only 32 yards, set up, of course, by the 27-yard punt return by Cade Wolford. Ironman hit on their second play from scrimmage, a 25-yard pass over the middle, wide open is Brody Butcher, the senior tight end from Jacob Winters. Thatcher Brown kicks the extra point. Again, Ironman leads 7-0, 9-10 showing on the clock. First and 10 for the Blue Lions at their own 21-yard line. Roy Thompson in the shotgun formation, hands to the second back through with a little bit of room and working his way out to the 26-yard line. Butcher, who caught the touchdown, gets him low. A.J. Denny in there, wraps him up. David Norris, a host of Ironman, but that's their best play so far. That was a quick five-yard gain. That was Michael Bearden, number nine. He picked up about five and a half yards. His first carry of the night. Seven-nothing is your score. Jackson with the early lead. Royce Thompson, remaster in motion. Now he sets behind that line. Takes the snap and looks over the middle. 
deep down the far sideline and out there oh. just off the fingertips at the 45-yard line. He had a step or two on the Ironman defender, and it falls incomplete. That was a quick throw, just a street pattern straight down the field, and he did have an opportunity there to connect that one. It was just outside of reach. That would have been a quick strike. Ironman did put a lot of pressure on Thompson. Maybe threw it a little quicker than he wanted to. A third and five situation. They line up third and five with uh, Dahlmeyer out wide to the left side. Two in the slot to the right. Three down defensive line with the Ironman. High snap and they run the delay. Rolling. He's sacked for a loss on the play. That's number nine, Michael Bearden, and he will... Lose yardage, and it'll be back to a third down and or fourth down, and uh, looks like it's going to be close to ten yards. Draw play on third and five, and it did not fool our nose guard Bryce Delaney. Really made an impressive tackle that time. Great that. job there for another tackle for a loss. Okay, Wolf from back deep for the Ironman stands at this forty-yard line. Lee Master again to punt it away. High snap, pulls it down with one hand, then a quick. Gets a line drive type punt and it will go in, stay in the Blue Lion territory and be down at the 49 yard line. You know, Lamaster's 6'6. Six, six. He jumped up in the air, made a one hand stab of that snap, probably about anybody else, and that goes back to the end zone. He did get the punt off, but Ironman with good field position for the second time. Pistol. Looks like they're going to put it down at the courthouse 48 yard line. That means it's a 26 yard punt. No return, but once again, for the second time, the Ironman set up shop in courthouse territory to start their second drive. And this one is on the left hash mark as the Ironman go towards the south end of the stadium. Backs are split behind Jake Winters and that offensive line. And off to the right side, looking for blockers, staying on his feet, and getting to the 43 is Cade Wolfer, picked up about four on the play. Good block at the point of attack. Trent Evans in there, David Norris with good blocks. Cade picks up his five yards. Spot it nicely for the Ironman. Gain of five, second and five at the 43. The Ironman breaks the huddle. They send Stapleton out wide to the left. Now an unbalanced line for Jackson. And they run to that side. It's Wolford cuts back and picks up a couple down to the 41-yard line. So that brings up third down, and let's call it three. Midway through this first quarter, the Ironman with the 7-0 lead scored on their first possession. Had a very short field at the 30-yard line. Able to score from there. Let's see if they can take advantage of short field position where they collected this one on the 48 of Courthouse. Perhaps two down territory here for Coach Hall. Winners under center and hands off the wall. Big hole. That's Nolan Johnson breaking trees inside the 25. Down inside the 20 to the 18. Trent Evans, Alan Adams, Nate O'Brien right behind that left side of the line. Looked like Courthouse had about eight people at the line of scrimmage. And I kind of just thought, boy, if we break this, there's going to be some room there. Nolan Johnson found that room and rumbled all the way down to the red zone. Yeah, he's tough to bring down and... Uh, it is first and 10 Jackson at the courthouse 18-yard line. Backs are split, and there's a penalty marker coming in. Looks like uh, the Blue Lions offsides on that play, so it'll bring up 
First and five for Jackson. Where does that put you in four down territory with your first and five from inside the 15? 606 remains in the first quarter. Jackson seven, courthouse nothing. And here the Ironmen are, first and ten at the 13-yard line. Trying to tack on another. Winner is hands off right side. It's Nolan Johnson getting a huge push, and that'll be first and goal, Jackson. We put Tylen Messer and Trent Evans next to each other there, kind of tackle to tackle, ran right behind him with David Norris pulling, and I got a good push at the line of scrimmage. So now first and goal is Nolan Johnson running with authority early on here. They line it up at the seven-yard line. Right hash mark. Again, Stapleton out wide the left side. Winners take the snap, goes left side, and they go back to the well. And here's a marker coming in from way outside as Johnson gets down inside the five, but this one may come back. It's a hold by the uh, back referee there. It's going to be holding against the Ironman after a good surge there at the line of scrimmage and a, a run well inside of the five-yard line. Pistol, you have that? A 10-yard penalty. We saw the... It was in the center of the line where Johnson had the ball. They're going to put the ball back at the 17-yard line, so the penalty must have occurred on the seven at the spot foul. So, uh, in effect, it is actually a 10-yard penalty. All right. First and goal. First and goal from the 17-yard line. Now the Ironman go into an I formation. And they pitch the sweep to the left side to Wolford, trying to get the corner. Showing He's down inside the 10. Another marker comes in as Wolford's down inside the 5 to the 4-yard line. Pretty much guarantee it's going to be another hold against the Ironman. Cade able to turn the corner. That's what the official showed the head referee. So it's going to back the Ironman up even farther now. That one's going to take place about the line of scrimmage. So we're going to go all the way back to around the 20. Now they're going to mark us at the 24-yard line. Still first down. That's the good thing. The bad thing is it's 24 yards to go. Yep. 5.08 remains in this first quarter. Jackson leads it 7-0. As they break the huddle, to see if they go to the air. First down and goal from the 24-yard line. Here's a pitch to the right side. Wolford trying to get to the corner. Oh, he loses one tackle, and then Pursuit catches up. That was Rocky Jones who he shed that tackle. Finally brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Courthouse has one of the better defenses we've seen them have for years. They had four shutouts this year. They had another game, which they held a team to six points. Two, one to two of those are outstanding cornerback play because they love to send people on blitzes. It's kind of a 4-2-5 defense, they call but it's more of a traditional 4-4 where they're sending people. Any of the eight can be coming at you. Give the Ironman a loss of two on that play. And here's Winters. Play action. He wants to pass. Looking. Going over the middle. It will be blocked that away at the last second at the goal line by number six. That's the well, Utera. He just saved the touchdown for the Blue Lions. Gavin Jones and Brody Butcher, two tight ends, ran streak patterns down there. They tried to split the safety, and they almost got the job done there as the safety was able to convert with the ball in there and just get fingertips on it to knock it away. That brings up a third down and goal from the 26-yard line. Two penalties on this drive have entered the arm. Let's see what they can do here on third and goal. Winners 
Hands off right up the middle to Wolford. He's got some room well, down that near sideline and run out of bounds. Looks like it's the eight. Marky Mattis is seven yard line. Mount, that's where we got to the one point before we had the back-to-back penalties. Now it's going to be a fourth down and goal from the seven. Let's see what Coach Hall elects to do. Mm-hmm. win right now. Pretty windy day here in Jackson, but tonight the uh, wind has died down. He's in the, He's play for in the headset of Jacob Winters, so they've got the play called. They're in the huddle now. From the right hash mark, fourth down and goal from the seven-yard line. Landing camp wide to the left. Now Winters in the shotgun, sends Wolford in motion, and he looks over the middle, pumps once, looking. Now he's in trouble, and he throws it into the end zone for the touchdown! Wide open. Butcher so solid catching the ball in the end zone as he's done a number of times in his career. But Jacob Winters bought time in the pocket. He had some pressure on him. He forced them to chase after him a little bit. That opened up things for Brody Butcher, and he gets it right on the mark for the second score of the night for the Ironman. Winters certainly had to improvise on that uh, play as the Thatcher Brown kick is on the way, and it's good. Another break in the action, 4.09 to go. Jackson up 14 to nothing, and we'll be back right after this. The Jackson County Health Department Hope Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life-saving medication. Opioids take lives and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the health department or call and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone provided by the Jackson County Health Department, 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 286-5094. Stop overdoses. Cherry naloxone. 14 to nothing. The Jackson Ironman lead it with 4.09 to go in the first quarter. And Pete Wilson, the Ironman, overcome some penalties and take it in for their second TD. Two holding penalties, uh, third back, third down back at the 26-yard line, and they score. Touchdown comes on a seven-yard pass from Winters to Butcher. That's the second time those guys have hooked up for the touchdown. It was a nine-play, 48-yard drive, and, yes, they overcame two holding penalties. Hatcher Brown's kick is taken at the 20-yard line here on the near side of the field, and he's going to be tackled. After that, Stallmeyer tackled at the 27-yard line. Sorry, that's number three. Uh, that's uh, Trayvon Jackson is the returner. Tackle in there by Tucker Williams brings him down with the hope, with the help of other Ironmen. So far, a great job defensively by Jackson, not allowing a first down for Courthouse. Let's see if we can keep that up. Have not crossed the 50-yard line. This is a team that scores a lot of points. They don't give up a lot, and all of a sudden, we're up 14-0. Courthouse averaging 40 points a game while only giving up 11 points a game through eight weeks. Well, it's first and 10 for Troy Thompson. And the Blue Lions at the 28-yard line. They've been two in motion. Now they're set. And our penalty flags come in as Thompson is run out of the pocket being chased. And those are now upfield, and it is caught, making the reception number 30. That's Isaiah Haithcock. But 
They had two men in motion at the snap of the ball, and you can't do that. Yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna bring this one back. They were able to make a catch on the play as we chased him out of the pocket. But now it'll be first and fifteen. Let's see, Drew Wiley in there at the inside linebacker position. Give uh, Brody Butcher a breather after catching two touchdown passes in the first quarter. Slot to both sides for the Blue Lions. It's first down and 15. The Ironmen, they're showing blitz, and now they back off. Thompson, play action. He looks over the middle. The ball will be picked off by... Eli Broman at the 40-yard line. Now he's down to the 30. At the 25, the 20, 15, 10, 5. And out of bounds inside the 5. He either gets an interception or a touchdown every week. Strong safety, junior Eli Broman stepped in front of that pass. Beautiful uh, timing on that. But the run back was something special, and he takes it inside the 5-yard line. And for the third time in a row, the Ironmen have a very short field in front of them. This far away, the shortest. Pete. First down and goal from the 2. We're going to say he got it at the 42. So that is a 40-yard interception return. Ironmen now third time in courthouse territory to start drive this one at the two-yard line. The Ironman, I have the power eye formation, winners under center. And hands off to the deep back, that's Wolverton. and he walks into the end zone, standing up. Touchdown, Jackson. This is not the start that Courthouse envisioned tonight. Jackson has taken advantage of three short fields. Courthouse has turned it over. We've put pressure on them with our defense to give us short fields. Wow. A great start. Special teams have been a difference, too, Absolutely. with the punt return by Kate on that first drive. There's a by uh, Evan. And movement along the line of scrimmage prior to the snap. Offside. Penalty will go against the Blue Lions. 337 remains in the first quarter, and it's 20 to nothing. Jackson over the courthouse Blue Lions. Coach Hall and staff decide to decline that penalty. Keep it where you like. Batcher kicking right at the 10 yard line, where he's been perfect this year. Snap the place with the and kick. Still in. It's good. 21 to nothing. Jackson leads the courthouse. And we'll be back with more Ironman football after this timeout. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do here. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league, which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wilson? Not anymore since Amori's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leo Wilson. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leela of Wilson? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Boston, or give us a call at 740-384-6670. No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. Well, the kickoff is taken on 
The right side of the field by Rocky Jones, and this is a pretty good return for Courthouse as he finally brought down on the far side of the field around, or they ran out of bounds around the 35. Could you figure up that drive, Pete? One play, two yards. You didn't have to look down at the tablet there. Uh, give Brollerman a huge assist with a 40-yard interception return. Kate Wolfer just had to run the final two. Had good blocking, though, to do it. Thatcher Brown kicks the extra point, and 21 to nothing, 3.32 to go. I'll say that again. Ironman 21, Blue Lions nothing. And it's first and 10 for the Blue Lions at their own 36-yard line. Roy Thompson remains a quarterback. They work out of the red formation. It's the snap, and he'll hand off right side. A little bit of running room, and looks like they'll be run out of bounds at the 43. That is Michael Bearden. The line of scrimmage will be the 41. It's up five, and it will bring up second and five. No first downs yet for Courthouse. This is this their best field position, I think, out to the 41. Trips to the left side for Courthouse. Thompson with the long snap and count, and he throws it up the field to the right side. It is caught, nearly deflected by one of the linemen, linebackers. Couldn't see the number, Dan, but he had his hand up there, nearly deflected. But it is it is uh, complete for the first first down of the night for the Blue Line. It was great. Powell almost deflected that ball. Then he and, um, well, I'm sorry, it's uh, Gavin Jones in there on that play. Gavin went up, almost touched it. Bo Landrum came down. No, I'm sorry. It was, it was uh, I'll get it right here. It was Landon Camp missing the deflection. He and uh, Bo Landrum on the tackle. And this first and 10 at the Airman 47-yard line. Again, trips to the left. Here's a handoff to Beard, and he stopped in the backfield. Breaks away from that. Sheds a couple of tackles, and then goes down at the uh, 43-yard line of Jackson. Bo Landrum, another tackle. 245 to go first quarter with the Ironman lead at 21 to nothing. They move the ball on the right hash mark as the blue lines go towards the Jackson scoreboard. Kate Whipper comes in at a cornerback position on this snap. They overload trips to the short side of the field. Single coverage on Dolmeyer out here on the left side. And they look that way. A lot of pressure, and he will. Bumble the ball, or did he shuffle it forward as a pass? They're going to rule it incomplete pass. Shuffle forward for a pass, and the uh, running back didn't catch it. That's almost the same thing as a, a draw play with the forward lateral. That play didn't work very well for the Bengals last week. It did either. not. Yeah. No, it did. Two minutes and 15 seconds remaining. Now it's third down and six. Lots of receivers to both sides. And now motion from right to left for the blue lines. And here's uh, Thompson looking, looking, throwing it upfield, and it's incomplete. And that will bring up a fourth down and six. You know, Jackson not playing yet with probably as good a cornerback as we we have. We have two outstanding cornerbacks, but Jake Wood not in the game yet tonight. Saddling an injury all week long. Ironman would sure probably love to not play him this week, get him healthy. 
Fourth down and a timeout is called on the field by the Washington Courthouse Blue Lions. We'll break away, 2.11 to go, first quarter. We'll be back right after this. From football Friday nights to soccer Saturdays, our local sporting events are a great opportunity to spend time with your family. The Gallia Benton Educational Service Center encourages all area families to attend the game, cheer on your team, and build traditions. Check out our website at www.galliabentonesc.org and click on the Family and Community Resources banner for more ideas. Spend time with your family. Your home of Jackson Iron Men football is Mix 96 FM. Well, it's been all Jackson Ironman here in the first quarter. A quarter of the Ironman really don't want to end. But it's fourth down and six for the Blue Lions. They take a timeout to discuss it. And now Thompson stands in the shotgun. Back to pass. Looks like it's going to be a screen. They set up the screen and the ball is incomplete as Landon Camp had the coverage. And it will be Ironman taking over on downs at the 43-yard line. Andrew Davis, Ryan Taylor, most of the front, which you're supposed to do on a screen, is let them slide in, but they didn't hit them quick enough or hard enough, and they were in the quarterback's face, forcing an incomplete pass. Could not let that play set up, and the Ironman stop them on downs, Pete. All right, Courthouse does get into Jackson territory, but that's it. They put up the stop sign after that. Jackson takes over, and the Courthouse uh, passing game, two incompletions in a row there on the possession plays, and the decision to go for it, once again, gives Jackson pretty good field position at their own 43. Stapleton to the right side, and now we have a whistle, or a flag. Timeout caught on the field. It's a flag. It's a sideline warning. It's a sideline warning over there, okay. No penalty or no yardage marked off, and actually no penalty, I guess. So that might have been a way to stop a little chirping from over there. All right, so first and 10 at their own 43-yard line for Jacob Winters. And the Ironman, and there's the handoff right side, and crossing the out near midfield, a gain of six, maybe seven yards. Getting just shy of midfield. Well, Eli Berman with the carry, had the beautiful interception previously. What a great job this offensive line is doing here in the first quarter. We're under two minutes to go. There's still a minute, 48 seconds to go in this first quarter. Yep, they marked the ball at the 49 of Jackson, so it's second and four. Moving clock. Winners. The Ironmen are going to be penalized. Looks like somebody jumped too early in the along the line of scrimmage, and with 132 remaining in the first quarter play, a five-yard assessment against Jackson. 21 to nothing is your score. Courthouse is big in the trenches. We already mentioned their center is 360 pounds on offense. All right, split back, second and. Nine and the handoff comes right side and being tripped up. That was Tate Wolford with the carry. And it looked like he had a little bit of room and then somebody reached in there and, and yeah. uh, uh, stopped for a gain of about 
to real close to hitting that seam and really making a big play out of that. I mean, quickly now look at a third and seven. Inside one minute remaining as the airman comes to the line of scrimmage. Right hash mark and Stapleton goes out to the left side. And winners play action. He's going to keep it. He's got some room. 50-yard line. Down the sideline. 40, 30, and run out of bounds. Boy, nice bootleg action there. And Jacob did like he coached him there. He put the ball on his hip. I do think he fooled the courthouse defense for quite a while. Got a good stock block out there by Braden Stapleton and takes it all the way down to the 30-yard line. 26-yard scamper there by the quarterback. Good deception. Then he turned on the Jets there once he... Uh, once he, once he had the boundary. There the Ironman come to a first and ten. At the Blue Lion 30-yard line. There's a quick handoff up the middle, and it's... Sure, who the ball was? That Eli Broerman. Broerman with the carry. He picked up almost nine yards on that carry. Nice little stop-and-go move right behind the right side of that offensive line to give himself some extra room. Nice job there by Norris, Messer, O'Brien, giving Eli room to run, and that should be the end of the first quarter. There's 12 seconds, but the Ironmen are going to let it run out. All right, the end of the first quarter where the Jackson Ironmen lead Washington Courthouse 21 to nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action as you're listening to Jackson Ironmen football on Mix 96 FM. Robotic surgery, advanced imaging, cutting-edge cancer care, and integrated telehealth. These are several state-of-the-art technologies available at Holzer Health System. Our game-changing advancements provide quality outcomes, which means you return to living your life sooner. With innovative technologies close to home, we are taking local health care to the next level. When it comes to your health, think Holzer first. When you think of your community bank, are you thinking of leading technology? Things like mobile banking and mobile deposit? Being able to pay a friend using Zelle? Are you thinking of best-in-class bill pay and customized account alerts? If you're thinking of those things, then you must be thinking of Jackson County Banking Center. They have leading technology and local support. And by local, we mean right here in your neighborhood. Leading technology, local support. That's Jackson County Banking Center. Member FDIC. We welcome you back to Jackson Airman Football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow. It's 21 to nothing, Pete, after one. Ironmen roll up 140 yards in that first quarter to only 23 for Courthouse. Both impressive numbers. Second and short for the Ironmen at the Blue Lion 21-yard line. Unbalanced line. Winners will hand off right side to Broerman. He has the first down. Keeps his feet churning, and will be down to the 16-yard line for a gain of five. Eli Broerman running with authority. Big interception. Set up our third touchdown. And he was, by the way, our Gillum Insurance Player of the Game award winner last week. He certainly was. Leads the team in interceptions. Ran for two touchdowns last week. Having another big performance tonight. Give him a gain of four. It's second down, or, or first down from the 17-yard line. We're just underway in the second quarter. And winners, again, Bootleg trying to pass wide open. Broerman at the five. He goes in. Touchdown, 
Jackson. Wow, once again, play action fake by Jacob Winters, rolling to his right, finds a wide open Eli Berman in the end zone, or about the five or six yard line, and he runs over a tackler right at the goal line to get in the end zone. Beautiful play, execution for the Ironman. Unbelievable, who would have thought First one play into the third, second quarter would be up 27-0 on this team. Here's Thatcher Brown for a, but adds the extra point. First up and in, it's good. He's perfect on the night and on the season. Hey, that was nothing. a great hold there by Jake Wood. He, he, he Once again, he's not playing tonight because of an injury, but he is the best holder Coach Hall said he's ever had. And he's done it for years. Yes. Think. Breaking the action here at Jackson High School. 28-0 is your score, and we'll be back with more Ironman football after this. The Jackson County Health Department HOPE Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life-saving medication. Opiates take lives and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the health department or call and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone. Provided by the Jackson County Health Department. 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 740-286-5094. Stop overdoses. Carry naloxone. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do here. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league. Which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wilson? Not anymore since Amore's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leo of Wilson. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leela of Wilson? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Boston or give us a call at 740-384-6670. 28 to nothing is your score as the Ironman kick off. It's Rocky Jones. He takes it down around the 20-yard line on the left or right side of the field and returns it. He denies going down and he returns it out to the 38. Tucker Williams, Mason Landing in on the tackle, but pretty athletic young man there. He is an opportunity to break one at any moment. Pete Wilson. Ironman go 57 yards this time on six plays. The touchdown comes on the 17-yard pass uh, catch and run by Eli Broerman. Extra point by Brown. It's 28 to nothing, 11-17 to go in the second quarter. A lot of football to be played, gentlemen. On their own 38-yard line, they have trips to the right side on this first down play. Thompson, here comes the blitz, goes deep down the left sideline, and no flag is Dahlmeyer, and was that Broerman? They collide. Actually, Mason Landing, Mason Landing, great job there at coverage, and actually the receiver ran up his back, and they both trip and fall, so good no call by the officials there. That stops the clock, 11 minutes and 11 seconds to go in the first half of play. Aethoff comes to the right side in the slot on the second and ten. There's a snap, and they hand it to Bearden, and Bearden's hit behind the line of scrimmage, and he will go down forward. Progress will get him to 
a stop in progress at the 31 or 32-yard line. David Norris in there, huge tackle for a loss. He just happened to be our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week award winner last week. Got a lot of help by numerous Ironmen on top of that. Beautiful play defensively. And, boy, the last thing Courthouse wanted was a third and 16 situation. Yeah, a loss of six on the play. Closer to seven, and so it's third down and long. So far, nothing has worked for a very good football team. Comes into tonight's contest at seven to one. Here's Troy Thompson in the shotgun, taking the snap, looking over the middle. Now he may be forced to run. He's sacked, bringing him down for a loss. Of David Norris again, back-to-back plays. Yes, Outstanding job there by the senior. Getting some... Doing a great job there at that defensive tackle position. And this will bring Tanner Lee Master on to punt it again. 28 to nothing. The Ironman lead it. Aid Wolver back deep for the Ironman. Lee Master, we keep mentioning his name. 6'6, 245 pounds. Has a full ride to the University of Kentucky. Yes, folks, that's SEC football. And he hasn't touched the ball offensively yet. Gets the kick away, end over end. It's high kick and it bounces out of bounds. Around the 35-yard line. Well, the longest field the Ironmen have had to face. They had the last drive, the fourth touchdown drive, was a little over 50 yards. The first three started with short fields in the Jackson territory. It's like this will be at the 34-yard line. A 34-yard punt by LaMaster. That's his best of the three so far, and Jackson starts with its Worst quote field position, which is not all that bad. The court or the Ironman, their own 34 yard line, 940 to go. We're in well into the second quarter courthouse with only one first down and with less than 20 total yards. All right, winners under center. Pitch, quick pitch to Wolfer, right side. He's, He's got, got room. 35, 40, and out over the 45. He has a first down. For the airmen. Great Stapleton out there in the open field, getting a good tackle on the cornerback. Cade using his speed to turn the quarter. That was a quick pitch to the wide side of the field. He had some room to run. He gets a first down. Gave him a gain of 12 on that carry. What's he got, Pete? He's got nine carries for 50 yards so far. Ironman's leading ball carrier coming into the game with over 600 yards. First and 10 from their own 46. Left side, it's Wolford to get him in a stiff arm. Got one man to beat, can't get the corner, and he's tackled as he moves into courthouse territory here on the near side of the field by Rocky Jones. Running off the right or left tackle position, but saw the hole close up, cut to the outside, picks up six. Second down and four coming up. Clock is stopped. Let's keep it going. Say he was not out of bounds. Now inside nine minutes to go before halftime. A.J. Denny in there at the right guard position here on this series. Yeah, running a unbalanced line right side this time. And Courthouse, there's flags before the play developed, and they're going to get Ironman for a procedure and five-yard penalty. Ball, ball you know, the last two weeks, we've been up 42-0 at halftime. We've been up 35-0 at halftime. We certainly didn't expect this. Now there's a lot of time left in this third, second quarter, but 
my gosh. Harriman with the stout defense tonight. Less than, what, 20 yards in total offense for the Blue Lions. Now they work out of the I formation. And the pitch to the left side. Short side of the field is Cade Wolfer turning it upfield. He gets into right at the 40. Working about the 49, 49, I think. It'll be right at midfield. Got the penalty yards back. Let's see. Oh, they don't give him. Nope. They mark him at the 49. I thought it was going to be the other 49, but it's the 49 of Jackson. All right. Third down and seven. We had a third and 26 one. Obviously, we've scored on every possession, so there's certainly no reason to think we can't do it again. Stapleman out. Out wide to the right side. Wolford goes in motion, and they pass to Wolford in the flat to the right. He's got reception to 50 and turns it upfield, and I believe he has the first down at the 45-yard line. where the mark is. The mark might be... Nope, he's going to be short. He's going to be short a yard or so. Let's see. I think Jackson probably will play for it. 44-yard line. They need a long one. Or a short one. Well, a short one. Now. Actually, a very short one. They, Coach Hall is going to call for a measurement. This is so close, and this gives him a chance to think things over. If we're if we're short, we're only short from about the stripe, the front stripe of the football on. Yeah, it's very very close. Time has been called by the air. We'll stay right here as Jackson leads it, twenty-eight to nothing. Looking at a fourth and that's we'll see what the measurement brings. Okay, that pass completion to Wolford was the first Jackson completion that was not a touchdown. Interesting stat. That tells you something how this game is going. Yes, it has. Some uh, folks uh, looking ahead have a lot of interest in that Tri-Valley Sheridan game, and in the second quarter, it's still 0-0. Big contest. A lot of movement can take place in Region 11, Division Three, Region 11 this week. The five-team is taking on the four-team. They are well behind. That's actually our Jackson Ironman of the four-team. The one-team taking on the six-team, and that one's dead even. And it's less than uh, six inches for the first down. So the Ironman huddled around Coach Hall, and they'll trot back onto the field. Fourth down in inches. Two tight ends set for the Ironman. Single running back, and that's... Cade Wolfer. Winners. Wolfer, they hit each other in the backfield, but Wolfer is able to pick up the first down. The two players collided behind the line of scrimmage, but he kept his feet and picks up the first down. Pretty sly play by Coach Hall there. <laughs> you got to laugh. That's not exactly how it was written up. They pump each other about two, three yards behind the line of scrimmage, but Cade has presence of mind to chase behind the left side of that line and keep this drive alive. How many first downs tonight, Pete? That is eight first downs now. And if you didn't, you didn't ask me, but Courthouse has one. Okay. We didn't have to ask. We expected that of you. <laughs> New set of downs for the Airmen from the Blue Lion 42. There's handoff up the middle down to the 41-yard line. Short gain on that. Gary by Kate Wolford. Give them a yard. The Ironman with the big lead, 28 to nothing. Nice thing here with this driver eating up some time also. Yes, folks, you heard Mr. Dobbins right. 28 to 0 is the Jackson Ironman lead with seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. 
And they break the huddle, second and nine. Even the fiercest of Ironman fans probably didn't predict this much of a lead. You're right there. Here's the high formation. The handoff to Wolford. He starts left, cuts it back to right, and he's wrapped up at the 37-yard line. Hey, the difference in this game, um, Courthouse with a solid defense and a hard team to run against, we have been able to run the ball just enough to set things up for Jacob, and he has thrown three touchdown passes. Here in the first half. Yep. Looks like uh, Camp comes out. Wiley comes in with a play. It's third and five for the airmen. Able now wide left. Single coverage with Rocky Jones on him. And now a marker. And the airmen will be penalized. Legal procedure again. That might change the play call. That'll move us back to about third and ten. The line of scrimmage is the Blue Lion 42. The Ironmen, even though playing so well, that is their fifth penalty already here in this half. Thankfully, three of them have been five-yarders. Yep. And thankfully, the Ironmen have been able to overcome every one of them up to now. The Ironmen. Well, amazing one was the uh, third goal from, first and goal from the 36-yard line that we ended up scoring on fourth down. Empty backfield for the Ironmen. Winners on a third down and ten. Takes the snap, and looking, looking, throws it up, and it's caught by Bo Landrum at the 30, and down inside the 25-yard line, a late hit, and it will be packed on to the end of this play. You know, that was a nice job at clearing things out with slot receiver Kate Wolford. He forced the defense to chase with him because what a threat he is catching the football. Landrum just steps out there, stays in the flat, Jacob reads his, uh, you know, his, his receivers there, hits him on stride, and it's a first down plus a horse collar. Yeah, 15-yard penalty from the 24. Down. It'll be a 12-yard penalty in effect because of the half the distance. Exactly. At the uh, 12-yard line, first and 10, Jackson. Five and a half minutes to go in this first half of play. There's the handoff to Nolan John, or yep, Johnson, Nolan. Yep. and he's down to about the six, it looks he like. crosses at the ten and gets down to the seven, six or seven. Seven-yard line. Courthouse uh, with these tight splits and everybody up tight. The Ironmen, Dan, I believe, you're the analyst, but I believe they're getting a great surge, aren't they? All offensive line having a fabulous first half. Trent Evans and Allen Adams on that left side gave him room to rumble. The backs for the airman on second and five. And there's winners on a play. It fakes the first player through and then takes it around the left end. And he's run out of bounds inside the five. Cornerback out there for Courthouse didn't like what he saw, but he at least did hit Jacob. Jacob carries him down to about the two. It's going to be close to a first down. I think it might be a first down. It looks like it from here. We'll see what they decide. It is a first down and goal. From the two-yard line, they haven't changed the yard marker yet. No, they haven't even said they're going to look at it. Well, I think Coach Hall will ask for another measurement. Now they got the first down marker up, so it should be first and goal from right at the two-yard line. I saw the signal by the referee, the white hat, and a timeout has been called on the field. We'll break away. 4.32 remaining first half. We'll be back right after this. 
No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. The Jackson Ironmen play here on Mix 96 FM. Timeout called by the Airmen. They will have first down and goal. Just outside the one yard line, rather two yard line. Opportunity here for Jackson to put their fifth touchdown of the night on the board against this. Blue Lion defense that has four shutouts to their credentials. Only giving up about just over 10 points a game. And that's giving up 50-plus to Western Brown, which a lot of people have done that. All right, here come the arm of the line of scrimmage from the two-yard line. Winners will hand off this time at that Golan Johnson. Sophomore is in the end zone. And for the touchdown, following the blockers on that right side of that all-low line, and he's in for another touchdown here in the first half. A.J. Denny, Tylen Messer, Nate O'Brien. O'Brien having an outstanding effort tonight. The senior center, they've been able to run either side. That, mean he, that means he's doing his job. 34 to nothing. Here's the extra point by Thatcher Brown. Half the kick, and it's good. 35 to nothing. Jackson with the lead. We'll break away and be back with more Jackson football after you hear this timeout. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. Osborne Equipment Service. Have you been getting a lot of calls from a little boy? <laughs> yes, we have. That's my son. He always talks about how you have something for everyone. We do. If you're looking for truck parts, we have the largest selection in the area. Your son keeps calling us looking for everything. Derek. Yes, Mom. You've got to stop bothering those nice folks at work. But, Mom, I love talking to them. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. Patrick Brown's kickoff is taken at the 19-yard line, far side of the field, and it ran out of bounds. He wasn't going to spot him around the 35-yard line. Kate Wilford runs him out of bounds. Pete Wilson, another very impressive drive. Five possessions tonight. What have been the results? Okay, it was a the longest drive yet for the Ironmen, both play-wise and yardage-wise. 11 plays, 66 yards. A touchdown comes on a two-yard run by the sophomore Nolan Johnson. Thatcher Brown once again good on the extra point, 35 to nothing. Here's another stat, Dan. I can't give you numbers. On possession plays, Jackson is perfect. They always get the first down on either third down or fourth down, and sometimes the yardage has, has not been short. I remember a third and 26. All right, fourth and 
421 to go in this first half. Fordhouse has the football. And they hand it off and stopped in. Oh, got, gets away as Bearden is. He turns it into a positive gain out near the 45-yard line. He was hit hard in the back. You're right. Mason Lanning finally brings him down. Jackson had great pressure. Would have been another one of those tackles for a loss. But he ran through that tackle and picked up first down yardage. He gets 11 out of the 46-yard line. On the left hash mark, they slot to the short side of the field. High snap over the hip of the quarterback, and I I think we recovered. Jackson has recovered at the 36-yard line. Landon Camp with that loose ball. Snap goes over the head of the quarterback. He tips it, but it's on the turf. Landon Camp comes up with that turnover, and the Ironman get another short field with 3.53 to go in this contest. He will what can, else can go wrong for Morgan State? I tell you, this, this is nightmare on Elm Street if you're yeah, a courthouse it, fan. My goodness. you got a got a feel for them. They're going to call the ball down at the 38. So that's where the Ironman will take over. Still lots of time remaining in this first half of play. Landrum in. He splits to the right side. Trips here to the left side. Empty backfield now as Roman goes in motion. Here's Winters wanting to go over the middle, and it is incomplete. He had... Wolford streaking down the middle, and looked like he wanted to go to Landrum. I think the throw was to Landrum, went over just over his outstretched arms. No we aren't supposed to complete a pass, Pete, unless it goes for a score, are we? Well, that was uh, had, a, had a chance if it could have connected. That one really did. That does stop the clock at three minutes and 48 seconds to go here in the first half. Jackson with a second and ten. They lead it 35 to nothing. And here's Winters taking the snap and fires it deep down the left side. And the ball will be oh, oh, wait, oh shoulder catch by Landon Camp. Unbelievable catch. First and ten for the Ironman. Pete, we know he plays a mean left field, but did you expect that catch? Yeah. <laughs> what a catch. He was well covered and went in over his shoulder. Had to... Great catch. That's all you can say. Everything going right tonight for the Ironman. I think the accuracy of the throw, I don't think it could have been anywhere else where he even had a chance to make the catch. Had good coverage. By the blue lines, but he put it right where... Needed to be in camp with a great reception, and it's first and 10 at the 12-yard line. The I formation. Pitch to Wolfer. Right side, trying to get the corner. He's at the 10, and fumbles the ball as he goes out of bounds at the 8-yard line. Good block by Drew Wiley to get him around the corner. Picks up solid yards on first down. Really marking with the seven, maybe the eight. Looks like the eight. Eight-yard line. Move the ball over the right hash. Scoreboard time has stopped at 3.33. Second down and six. Winners will hand off. Big hole. Over wow. the left side, it will be Eli Broerman going in for the touchdown. 
his second of the night, and the Airmen have increased their lead to 41 to nothing here in the first half. Left side of that line can't do much more than they just did. Trent Evans, Allen Adams. The hole there was huge for Eli Broermey. He takes it right into the end zone. I saw a pancake block over there by Tylen Messer on the backside. That offensive line has been nothing short of spectacular tonight. Snap the hold and the kick is on the way and once again it is perfect. 42 to nothing. Jackson with the commanding lead here in the first half. We'll be back with more Jackson football after this. Brian Moore Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. Brian Moore Construction delivers quality craftsmanship on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate, 740-418-6140. When you hear this, the number to call is 740-286-5864. For the Glass Garage, Greg Hogue and the fine staff of the Glass Garage, located at 198 Morton Street, Jackson, is ready to fix that broken window. The Glass Garage is your auto glass specialist. They also do residential repair to fix that broken window at the home. The Glass Garage, phone 740-286-5864. Remember, the Glass Garage. Well, the Ironman score once again, 42 to nothing, and here's the kickoff by Thatcher Brown. It will send Rocky Jones to the 14-yard line, and he brings it back to the middle. He has some quick feet, and he gets out over the 25, the 30, and now tackled at the 35. Pete Wilson. Okay, Jones gets a 19-yard uh, return to the 33. As far as the drive that time, four plays, 38 yards, touchdown comes on a... Eight-yard run by Eli Broerman. He needs to he needs to maybe consider uh, a candy bar to each of those linemen because he had a lot of room to run there. Extra point, good by Thatcher Brown again. Of course, Ironman lead forty-two to nothing. Twenty-one in the first quarter. Twenty-one so far here in the second quarter. Wake me up. Is this true? Ah, pinch you. I think. Wow, amazing effort by this Jackson team. First and ten. 34-yard line, and whoa, a big hit in there going over to the left side. That was A.J. Is that Denny? Uh, Denny, actually, I think he was in there, but the tackle was made by Caden Snyder. That's right. Yep. Caden hitting first. Now we've got a personal foul in the midst of the courthouse players, or flag came up. I'm going to guess it's something that was said. We'll see what the officials call, but Exactly three minutes remain. The line judge over on their sideline just threw the flag high up in the air. And Unsports, unsportsmanlike conduct by the Blue Lions. That'll back them up even farther after that outstanding first down play. 15-yard penalty moves it back. Ryan Taylor, Caden Snyder, A.J. Denny, the three of the front three for the Ironman defense. And they have, whoever it's been, whether it's be David Norris or any of the other players that have played Dulaney, they've been in the backfield of this courthouse Second team. and 27, and the handoff in the backfield and going down for no gain whatsoever. That tackle made by a 
A.J. Denny, number 62 for the Airmen. Another tackle for a loss. We've had a bunch of those. Wow, they're looking at third and a mile. How about third and 27? Uh, how about third and 31 now? 31, yeah. okay. 225 and a moving clock here in the first half where I'm sure the Blue Lions can't wait to the Can't wait to get to the locker room. You are right. Eight seconds on the play clock. The uh, Blue Lions still the line of scrimmage. And he takes a snap at the last second. Here's a pitch out on the right side to Kalen Brown. It's Brown is hit, and the ball goes into the end zone. Is that Graydon Powell hit him, knocked the ball loose, picked it up, carried it in, but they're going to blow it dead. At the 10, just outside the 10. Great pursuit by the Ironman defensively. I tell you what, even when they complete a pass, it's minus two. Well, they just have not wanted to throw it downfield much tonight. And the Ironman took a great field position. Kate Wolfer will stand. And I will say the defensive front for Jackson has been in the backfield most of the evening. Lee Master will stand at his goal line. We have two timeouts. Still time. Kick is going to be a short kick, kind of an end over end knuckleballer, and it goes out of bounds inside the 40 yard line. See where they walk that off and mark it. Jackson's going to be in pretty good field position here. Official's going to walk it off down to about the 33-yard line. Jackson, another short field. 112 to go in this contest with two timeouts, Pete. A 21-yard punt there by LeMaster. And here's another key stat. When LeMaster has four punts and no receptions, it's a good thing. Okay. I will agree will you go along with that? I will agree with that. I think he has nine touchdowns on this season. He's been a great target for them in the red zone. Their problem is they have not gotten near the red zone yet. Empty backfield for the Ironman. First and 10 from the 33-yard line. Here's Winters. Has some pressure. Now penalty flag thrown. Uh, and as the completion is made, the Wolfer, he's at the 20 and run out of bounds around the 16-yard line. Holding will bring it back. It'll be the Airman third hold of the contest. They finally had pretty good inside pass rush on Jacob. He was able to de- get around the end there, but there was a hold. I could see it pretty plain, so no complaints on that one. Out of the, the the spot foul, 10 yards, moves it back to the 43-yard line. Now we have a minute, two seconds remaining before half. Well, the Airmen went with the empty backfield. They were trying to get another score. Can't have too many points in the first half. Empty backfield once again. Trips to the right, to the left, five wide. Here's Winters. He throws it. It is caught by Staple. His first catch of the night is at 35. At the 30, and... Brings up a, up a second down and seven as he gets that, some of that uh, penalty yardage back. Great. Stapleton's been obviously an outstanding senior this year. He's done a nice job. He's made some big catches. Ironman going to take a timeout. They'll have one less. Let's, let's keep it here with 47 seconds to go. P. Wilson will have some very interesting halftime statistics, needless to say. And uh, then after that, on there, we will, you know, talk about upcoming games. There is a very big game taking place in the Tri Valley Conference tonight, Pete Wilson. That we are going to be watching. We're going to watch that Sheridan Tri Valley game, and kind of curious to see a little bit what uh, Chillicothe does as they bounce back from a tough loss last week. Right, they've got uh, 
I believe, the Greenfield Tigers tonight. And, of course, you know, they want to try to get some momentum. Uh, if the Ironmen win this game, and they're doing that right now, that opens the door for Chillicothe if they could beat the Ironmen next be, week. They could be playing for a share of the Frontier uh, Athletic Conference title. Greenfield McLean Tigers are playing Miami Trace, and it's 11-10 uh, to 10 in the second quarter. Here's the Ironman. Winters throws it upfield, and it's incomplete. He had a lot of pressure coming right up the middle. Looked like he may want to set up a screen, but there was no time for it to develop. That's kind of exactly what we thought we'd see is uh, a lot of the Blue Lions trying to be in the face of Jacob Winters. We know what happens if you let him set his feet. He has such a strong arm. He can throw it to all corners of the field. That was the first time they really rushed Jacob, and he had to throw that one incomplete. All right, the Ironman have an empty backfield. Now they have Wolford beside Winters. Trips to the right. Here's Winters rolling out. Penalty flag is thrown late. The pass is complete to Stapleman. This one's going to come back as he catches at the 20 and it goes down at the 18. Yeah, another hold. And it was pretty, fairly blatant, so no complaints. We saw it. Really doing a nice job of keeping the pressure off Jacob Winters, but you're going to get caught on some of those, and we get caught again. We overcame two holds in one drive, Pete. Well, we're going to get another opportunity. Yes, we are. It's going to be third in a bunch again. 32 seconds to go before halftime. Folks, remember, Courthouse won the toss. They decided to accept the football, so the Ironmen are actually going to get the possession to start the third quarter, and it will be a running clock. It will. The uh, score in excess of 35 points, or 30 points. And now the ball moved back to the 45-yard line where it will be still third down and about 20. And the Ironman will use their last time out to talk this one over. Stay right here as we'll try to bring you some other scores. Here's some updates we have around the area tonight. No score uh, or no update. Uh, 7 7 that Tri Valley Sheridan game. That game at, uh, in the second quarter. Last we had heard Benton had taken the lead on Nelson Jones. I think, I think the, uh, the good judge and voice of the Vikings had put on there that is it Benton had not beaten Nelsonville since 1998. It's been a while. It's been a long time. This would be a huge win, and they haven't won the Tri-Valley a league championship, I don't think, since then. It's 32 seconds remains, and the airman going backwards on this drive, and as it brings up a third down, and 22 now. At the Blue Lion 45-yard line. And the Ironmen are one player short. I think we're trying to do it with 10. Now we'll try 11. We still have plenty of time on the clock to get this snap off. Out of the eye. Here's play action. As winners look, pumps down, going down the sideline to Landrum. And Bo will go up and in double coverage. Had a chance to make it. The ball falls incomplete, and that'll bring up fourth down. Now we're going to see something that Jacob doesn't do very much of in this month of October, and that's punt. No punts last week. I think no punts the week before. Uh, no, he's uh, on a streak of not punting in a game. Now, that's another good thing. That's a very good thing. Vikings still hanging on to a 14-6 leader for Nelsonville, York. 
Turner gets the snap and he takes off, and now he punts it away. Great Ooh, kick. Beauty. He, he booms that one all the way down inside the 10, and it will be down at the... As they're going to say, went over the goal line and into the end zone for the touchback. We just about killed that at the one-foot line. It goes into the end zone. 12 seconds to go. I think you'll see Courthouse pretty much run this clock out. Okay, in a, in a game where everything has been good, I know it went into the end zone. We didn't want it to, but that one extra yard, 45, gave winners his longest punt of the season before it had been 44. So there's something good there. He's had a pretty good first half. Just 12 seconds remain in the uh, first half of play. Jackson leads it 42 to nothing, and the line of scrimmage will be the 20-yard line after the touchback. Troy Thompson is the quarterback for the Blue Lions, and they're short a couple of players. And they have to use the timeout or get forced a uh, penalty. Do they take a timeout? Forty-two to zero. Who to thunk it? I wouldn't have. And I'm a fan. Yes. The bright courthouse always brings a very good band. Whenever we've been here or there. Matter of fact, they were a great band, if I remember, last year. It was a great show, yeah. Yeah, good show. We know what kind of band we're going to see. And they won a big award here in the pregame. They did. Pete told us all about that. The Buckeye Hills Battle of the Band winner was presented about a five-foot trophy, about a five-foot-high trophy presented to the Jackson Band. All right, now we're ready. In the shotgun formation. There's a snap back to Thompson. He looks left, looking, looking. Now has pressure. Goes about field, and it will be picked off at the 38. And Rick tackled at the 35-yard line. <laughs> See, that was Braden Powell with the recep- interception. Nope, Mason Landing. Oh, Mason, Mason Landing. Landing with the catch. Nice job there by Landing. <laughs> Gets the interception, 2.4 seconds left. Was that three turnovers by them, Pete? That is three. Yep. Might be one reason why they're not wanting to throw it downfield too much, but this Jackson. is a team that has thrown for well over 2,000 yards this year. Jackson will just take a knee, and the first half will come to an end. And a nightmare is on Elm Street, as Pete Wilson he called it, for the Blue Lions as they are shut out here in the first half by Jackson, 42 to nothing. Well, think of this. We had to take a knee there, so that's a possession. We finally punted there on the previous possession. Until then, we were six for six on touchdown. Six possessions, six touchdown. Uh, you know, almost a perfect game. It is, almost. And uh, waiting for this halftime, but the, the two teams into their locker rooms, and uh, we will take a timeout. We'll be going back with more Jackson Ironman football. You're listening to it on Mix 96 FM. 
At Atomic Credit Union, choose how you check. $5 opens your account, and you get your debit card the same day. Online and mobile banking gives you access to your account 24-7 with features like card activation and deactivation, remote deposit capture, pay another member, and bill pay. Visit us online at AtomicCU.com and unbank with us today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. This is the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in high school football is presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight in high school football's halftime report. As we inch towards the postseason, how are officials assigned to those playoff games? We'll talk about that and more with Bo Rugg from the OHSAA next on the Ohio News Network. I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. And on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. OEA members teach in Ohio's public schools and universities. We drive your kids' buses and serve them lunch. We're school nurses, custodians, librarians, and more. And we coach your kids on the field. We believe in great public schools for every student, and we believe our team is always stronger when we stand together, just as we have for 175 years. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. You can be sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationship. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. We know you can trust Ohio Mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how Ohio Mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. See you. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, they are and will remain farmers at heart. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game broadcast. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sport Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. And, Bo, you've been doing this for a long time. Tell everybody about the new virtual platform for all classroom instruction for officiating and, I guess, what that means for the future. Yeah, Skip, uh, we... um we have uh, partnered with a group called RefReps to uh, put together curricula that's uh, online for our um, uh, classes. And what it really helps us is now it, what we wanted, our biggest goal, we want 
someone to take a class anytime they want to. So, in other words, I'm watching the Super Bowl, and I go, hey, you know what, I might want to be a football official. Well, in the past, we had windows you had to get, and then we'd tell them the window, and then they'd forget. Now they can go right online, sign up for a class, take it virtually, and then we'll assign them to a local association where they can uh, come when the season starts and work a scrimmage and and get ready. Bo, I know you're always looking to recruit new officials, especially younger ones. Uh, There was even a mention as far as getting high school students at least exposed to some of the inner workings into officiating. I guess tell us why that's so important. Yeah, the biggest thing is we want to keep people involved in the sports they love. And, you know, 95% of the students that play interscholastic sports at the high school level will not play after that. And uh, we want to keep them involved. And um, we've got about 45 schools now, and it grows all the time, that are teaching uh, officiating classes as part of their curricula. Um, and we're trying to work with ODE to kind of get that work, uh, work release type credit stuff that, uh, that you get. And so really getting those students exposed to what it's about and uh, hopefully kind of planting the seed and uh, might even get a couple of them to do some lower-level games now. Well, Bo, championship season is upon us as we begin to wind down some of the fall sports. I can't believe the football playoffs begin in two weeks. New this year, the first two rounds will all be on Friday nights. Does playing on Fridays help with the staffing of officials? I would imagine that's something to consider where, you know, in the the past you'd have half the state playing on Saturday. Well, it does. It helps me with officials because we have different officials anyway. And um, uh, we compete when we move to Saturdays. We compete with our, our some of our better officials that work college also, mm-hmm. college division three, and they can't work Saturday nights. So that becomes a little dicey. When we're Fridays, we're golden, you know. And I I I like to think um, high schools own Fridays. So we 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 love staying on Fridays. We think we get better crowds on Fridays, and uh, and they're used to it. So yeah, I think the staffing's easier for the schools because they're used to staffing on Friday night. They're not used to staffing on Saturday. Bo, we've talked about it in the past, but uh, tell everybody about how you go about uh, assigning officials for postseason games. Yeah, um, we're in a kind of a hybrid mode right now. This will, again, be the first year. The last couple of years, we've assigned the first week uh, crews from the regular season. I got some assigners from around the state to give me suggestions, and we did it that way. We're going to do the first two weeks that way this year. And uh, so it'll be your regular season crew, and then we've put together – uh, already 56 crews. That's uh, week uh, three through the championship um, that will work those games. And, um, uh, you know, those crews that we put together come from a pool of officials. You earn your right into the pool by uh, your composite score, which is made up of four areas, coaches rating, school vote, local association voting, and uh, what I call the stakeholder category, which are assigners and me. Yeah, and and our directors of of development and that kind of stuff. So it puts you in a pool. If you get in the pool, then I assign you, and that's really what how we do it in those last four weeks. Bo Rugg is director of officiating and sport management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. I know this is a very busy time of year for you. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Best of luck with the upcoming playoffs. Okay. Oh, happy to do it anytime, Skip. And we're excited. Playoff time is always exciting. And if you'd like more information about the virtual officiating classes that Bo was talking about, it's available at OHSAA.org.
www.ohioneusnetwork.org. And we'll be back on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Austin Manning from Ripley High School, for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. We've all played together up until this year, and uh, we've been pretty successful pretty much the whole time that we've played together. We just have a good group that everybody has a job, and they, we all know how to do it. Austin has a tight bond with his teammates, both in basketball and in FFA. Ever since I joined, I definitely learned a lot of stuff, like different stuff about animals, which is pretty much the part I'm into is the livestock part. And um, there's a lot of good friendships in that, too, and especially the trips where you get out of school and everything. That's a lot of fun. Through all the lessons, he's learned the importance of life on the farm. If you've got the livestock part, you know, you're raising them for uh, market or breeding or whatever. You're making that big old juicy ribeye or you're raising crops and now you're putting corn on the cob on dinner tables. At Beck's, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends, great fun. Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson, they know everything about taxes. This, this is ONN. Our thanks once again to Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sport Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association for joining us tonight. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com. From the Ohio News Network. Want to get away but just can't leave the fur babies? Well, call the Red Woof Inn. That's right, the Red Inn with a W in MacArthur. The Red Woof Inn is your locally family-owned and operated loving and caring dog boarding service with a super clean facility, fully fenced area to run, plenty of attention time, and belly rubs. It'll be like your four-legged friends are on their own vacation. Book that trip now and know the dogs are cared for and safe at the Red Woof Inn. Call 740-649-8640 or contact them on Facebook to schedule. You're listening to the home of the Ironmen. Mix 96, WKOV-FM Oak Hill, a Jackson County broadcasting station. We're back here at Alumni Stadium, and we are being entertained by the award-winning Jackson Ironman Marching Band, and they want they collected tonight about a five-foot-high trophy. Piece. Right, the battle of the bands won by the Iron, the Marching Ironman, in a competition involving seven bands from Jackson, Benton, and Gallia counties. Congratulations, band! Putting on a great halftime show here in front of a huge crowd here on the home side. And uh, looks like the Jackson Band has maybe already starting to enjoy Halloween. I see about half of the band in costumes tonight. 
It's, it is the season. It is the season. Pete Wilson, you are, you've been working on him, and you've got some surprising, unbelievable, shocking numbers to tell the public? Well, you know, if I wasn't here and saw it, I don't, I'm not sure I would believe it. But the numbers don't lie. The scoreboard, 42 to nothing, Ironman. The stat sheet reflects every bit of that. First half stats, team-wise, Jackson, 12 first downs, courthouse, 2, 1, and 2. Jackson has run 37 plays to 22 for courthouse. That reflects the fact that the courthouse has not been able to get any kind of offensive momentum uh, going at all. Jackson has rushed for 164 yards on 26 carries, added 95 yards in the air, 259 yards. That's a clip of over 500 yards against this courthouse defense that has pitched four shutouts this year. Courthouse now, these stats are even more amazing when we flip the flip the pad. 12 carries for minus three yards, net minus three rushing, net four yards passing. So give Courthouse one net yard, one net yard for the first half. Jackson is seven out of 11 passing, three touchdowns and no interceptions. Courthouse, they live by the pass, three completions, 10 attempts, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. Jackson has punted one time for 45 yards. Uh, Courthouse has punted four times through 108 yards. Jackson had one fumble that went out of bounds. It was inconsequential. Jackson ended up scoring. Uh, Courthouse has one fumble. It was a big one because it was the high snap on the uh, shotgun on the shotgun play that the Ironman recovered. Landon Camp recovered, and the Ironman ended up scoring on that one too. Jackson uh, had that one fumble. They didn't lose it. They had no interceptions, so the turnover slate is at zero. That was important. Courthouse with the um, with the I'm sorry, they had three interceptions with the three interceptions and the one lost fumble. Four turnovers here in the first half. That certainly isn't going to help. Penalty-wise, Jackson, seven of them for 60 yards, including about four holding penalties. Courthouse, four penalties for 37 yards. Cade Wolford, 14 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. He is the leading ball carrier. Eli Broman, five carries, 28 yards and a touchdown. Nolan Johnson, four carries, 37 yards and a touchdown. And Jacob Winters, two carries, 30 yards and no touchdowns. Throwing the ball, Jacob is a 7 of 11. He has thrown for three touchdowns uh, with no interceptions. Touchdown passes, two to Brody Butcher, one to Eli Broman. They happen to be on his first three completions. For... Uh, for uh, Courthouse, uh, Michael Bearden has eight carries for nine yards. However, with the uh, losses by the other runners, including eight yards on that lost fumble, uh, Courthouse ends up uh, in the negative on the rushing. And that's where we stand, guys. Uh, you know, I checked and double-checked. That's, that's the numbers. Pete, we've said you're the best stat man this side of Mississippi, but I will have to say in 42 years, this is one of your better efforts. Okay, well, I'm just writing it down. Give the credit to the Ironmen right there. And that is fact on there. And then I think it's we've got the senior band members out in costume today doing a little bit of a jam dance. This actually is potentially the last home game 
uh, at Alumni Stadium. Now, if we hold on to this lead, which I would be shocked if we don't, I think we have a pretty good chance of one more home game. And if we can win next week at Chillicothe, I think we have a pretty good chance of two more home games. But, you know, for the seniors, this is an emotional moment. We have 18 senior football players, a whole bunch of senior band members that did not want to play or perform their last game of the year on Alumni Stadium tonight. Absolutely, and uh, they're doing everything they can to be able to play uh, one more game, if not more than that, in the playoffs. Because as we said, Jackson went in in the number four position, courthouse number five, I believe. And so, you know, the winner of this game is going to get a lot of points regardless. And, of course, you know, it matters what else happens on other football fields, but certainly a big boost for the winner tonight. It's too bad that Jackson doesn't get style points through this victory. Well, it is uh, another great effort by the total media staff. They are bringing four games on the air tonight. Oak Hill and Wellston both playing, but boy was Vinton County in a big one tonight. They are, and the last score we had was a 14-14 tie. Danny may be updating that score, but uh, that uh, is very much like our game. The winner of that game, uh, they're both undefeated in the TVC Ohio. The winner of that game has the inside track to a championship. They will at least share it, as there's only one regular season game left. Well, and that's what the Jackson Airmen are trying to accomplish tonight, to win this game and have a guaranteed co-championship, and then they'll have the opportunity to travel to Chillicothe next week and try to get an outright championship. Dan Dobbins, you got some scores for us? Well, I do, and here's a, almost like a baseball score. It's been back and forth. It was 10 to 8, and now then 11 to 10, and now 13 to 11. The Miami Trace Panthers are leading the McLean Tigers at halftime. How about that one? That's an interesting score. And we talked about. Boy, if you had that one on a pool, you'd be shocked. You would. The 3-1. 14, Hillsboro 0 at halftime. And uh, locally, we have uh, Wellston uh, Rockets uh, losing the May 33 to nothing at halftime. And Forsworth West over Oak Hill. That one 27 to nothing. And the Dresden Tri Valley, Jackson's second defeat of the season. They are 6 or 7-7 at halftime with Sheridan. That game is so huge because either team is going to be if Tri-Valley wins that one, they have a great opportunity to stay at number one in the region for sure. Um, if Sheraton wins it, they're going to be in the hunt for the number one spot on there, as will the Jackson Ironmen with the victory tonight. Sheraton with just one loss on the season also, so it will be uh, interesting how it shakes out as we wind down this uh, regular season. And that's a league championship game there. The winner of that one's going to be the league champions of the NBL. So a lot of interesting things going on. Another great performance by our marching band. They're walking off. The cheerleaders are down there. Tonight, it's Cancer Awareness Night. There's a lot of pink out there. The Ironmen wearing pink uh, sweatbands on their wrists. But the cheerleaders really came nicely done. They have pink um, pom-poms. They have pink ribbons in their hair. They have whatever their shirt has the pink second. It's black on black. But uh, the numbering and lettering on there is pink, so that's a pretty neat thing. And they have really taken this to the hilt also as the uh, cancer awareness type night here at Jackson. We'll see Jacob Winters will walk out to the center court. They will talk to the two captains. We're going to take one more time out, and we're going to be back with third half or third, third quarter football here at Alumni Stadium in just two minutes. 
Big Bowl, Lil Bowl, Low Cal, Low Carb, Keto, Paleo. At Hothead Burritos, we have fresh, healthy choices in just the right size with custom craft recipes that are perfect for you. Build your own personal Big or Little Bowl your way and with way more choices at Hothead. Crisp veggies, signature sauces, hot off the grill lean chicken, tender steak, mouth-watering pork, and more. Don't give up taste. Get more flavor. Get more freshness. Get more at Hothead Burritos. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right. Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. You're listening to the Jackson Iron Men on Mix 96 FM. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. We are at Alumni Stadium. Last regular season home game for the Ironman tonight, and they lead it 42 to nothing over the uh, visiting Blue Lions of Washington Courthouse, and they will receive the uh, second half kickoff at Denmark. We will have a running clock. Running clock. 30 points or more at a ha- second half lead. It gets the clock running. We love that. We're 12 points above that. And back deep for the Ironman, it looks like it will be... It is Cade Wolford in the middle. As we've mentioned, we're getting through a game. Jacob Wood, Jake Wood has been injured this week and actually has not played. He's held on extra points. So he's been busy. He's been busy. He's had a lot of them, but uh, thank goodness we can get him healthy for next week. He's such an outstanding player for the Ironman this year. Number 20, that is R.J. Foose, will kick off to begin this second half for the Blue Lions. Third week in a row, we have started the third quarter on a running clock situation. Eli Broman and Nolan Johnson also back deep for the Ironman. Here's the kickoff by Courthouse, and it will be taken by Nolan Johnson at the 11-yard line, center of the field. He comes up to 15-20, out to the 25-30. He may go, 40-yard line, cuts back to the right, and Nolan Johnson down the sideline, 20, 
and run out of bounds at the 20-yard line. What a run right up the gut. Found a big opening there. Nolan rumbles up there. Shows surprisingly good speed for a big sophomore running back. Then he gets angled out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Look for a second like he might be able to take it all the way, but a beautiful kickoff return. He took it at the 11. They're going to put it right down on the 20. So uh, give him a 59-yard kickoff return. And we are running clock here in the third quarter. First and 10 Ironman as Jacob Winters comes to the line of scrimmage with his back split behind him. Here's a handoff left side. And this is Cade Wolford, and he will go into the end zone. Oh, that was way too easy. Cade Wolford with another touchdown. Left side of that line, Trent Evans and Allen Adams. Big hole there as it was earlier for Eli Broerman. This time, Cade Wolford might have got one hand on him, but nowhere close to getting a tackle in seconds into this third quarter. The Ironman score another touchdown. I want to make a quick correction. Give Johnson 69 yards well, on that thank return. You. I was about ready to call you on that. <laughs> High snap, but Wood puts it down, and the kick is up and good. 49 to nothing, just underway in the second half, and we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football after this. Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. See you. Like New Cleaning Services is a locally owned, family-operated cleaning service based in Jackson. Like New provides a variety of cleaning services, including residential and commercial, and pressure washing. If you don't have the time or the heart to clean it, let Like New revive your dirtiest and lift your spirits. You can rest knowing the job was done right. For a done-right cleaning service where quality meets integrity, call Like New Cleaning Services today for a free quote at 740-879-5055. That's 879-5055. Just 11 minutes and 17 seconds remaining in the third quarter. The Ironman tack on a touchdown here in the second half. And the kickoff by Thatcher Brown is taken by Rocky Jones at the 18. And he's out to the 25-yard line as it goes. Tucker Williams playing in camp, wrap him up. Nice coverage there for the Ironman as they've done most of the night. Pete Wilson, <laughs> what do you say? I say we one, had the one punt and we had that take a knee. Every other possession's been a touch. The only thing we hadn't shown good at was kickoff returns, and we did that. And then another quick uh, drive, one play, 20 yards, and my gosh, you could drive a the proverbial truck through that hole that Cade Wolford had. Yep, left side of that line, outstanding. Both sides of the line have been special tonight. First and ten for the Blue Lions. They're on 25-yard line. Call it to 26. And Troy Thompson takes the snap. He'll hand off to Rocky Jackson or Rocky Jones, and he will pick up no yardage. He's tackled at the line of scrimmage, and that was... I think Ryan Taylor gets him from the backside tackle position. A lot of help in there by Brody Butcher. You know, and Pete, I don't know if you keep the, how many snaps in that first half did Courthouse lose yardage on running play. Um, it was a we'll, handful. We'll, ca- we'll count them up before this is over. Okay. Trips to the right side for the Blue Lions on second and ten. 
And Thompson looks quickly to the left side. It is caught by Dahlmeyer, and he is down the sideline. But for the first down, he picks up about 15, maybe 16 yards, and it will be a courthouse positive game by A.J. Dahlmeyer. We did have extra people coming after the quarterback. That time he was able to release it quickly and found Dahlmeyer open in the flat. First down, and that would be the third one of the night for him. And the best courthouse play by far of the night, 15-yard pass. All right, running clock as the airmen lead it 49 to nothing. Thompson hands off to Jones, and Jones is stopped after a one-yard gain. Oh, they get him two yards. He's bent backwards, but move him out to the 43. Butcher and we'll see who else was in there. Tristan, or I'm sorry, Tucker Williams. He's in there at the safety position now, part of that tackle. Second and eight for the Blue Lions. Here's a roll out to the right side from Thompson. He throws it upfield back across the grain. Wanted to go to Caleb Brown, and it falls incomplete and short of him. So third down and eight coming up for the Blue Lions. Pass was incomplete, but the clock still rolls. Favorite attorney from Columbus wants more Wilson. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. He doesn't need Wilson tonight. Okay. Third down and eight. With 8.30 remaining. <laughs> and this third quarter. Thompson takes the snap, going deep over the middle to A.J. Delmeyer, and he makes the catch over the shoulder to 28-yard line, tackled around the 21. That's a little more what we expected to see tonight, that ability to throw it deep to Delmeyer. That way he catches over the shoulder. The quarterback, Thompson, dropped it in there beautifully, and far and away their best play now, Pete Wilson. 36 yards. All right. Moves the change down to the 21-yard line. Where uh, Dresden Tri Valley has taken a six point lead over Sher- Sheridan here in the third quarter. There's Rocky Jones getting loose at the around the left side. He shows why he's dangerous. He goes all the way down. Did he score at the goal line? He the fumbled ball the ball. Came loose. They're going to call him down, I believe, at the inside the one yard line. Braden Powell came up with it, carried it into the end zone, but they're not going to give it to him, so it's going to be courthouse on the uh, half yard line. Nice run there by the sophomore running back. It's 49 to nothing, but here comes the Washington Courthouse for the first threat of the game. First and goal inside the one. Rocky is taking over their lead back role, it seemed like, last week against Chillicothe. He had over 160 yards rushing. Not big in stature, but very quick, very athletic young man. What happened? Quarterback wants to wants to throw it. He goes into the end zone, and the ball will be caught, caught for the touchdown. Rocky with the touchdown. That's Rocky Jones getting the the first touchdown of the night. He was the, the one line. back in the backfield. He just kind of worked his way through the line and found his way a little bit open in the corner of the end zone, and Thompson got it to him, and they're off the goose egg. Clock does stop after a score. 
It is uh, 49 to 6, and here's the extra point. I think that is Boost. Yeah, he is the kicker. Good snap, and on the way, and plenty of leg on that one. 49 to 7 is your score. We have a break in the action in the third quarter, and we'll be back right after this. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee Powered Tools, gas-powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. Here's the kickoff by Washington Courthouse, taken at the 8-yard line by Cade Wolfen, straight up the middle. And he spins away at the 30-yard line, now stays on his feet, cuts it to the outside, and he's going to go down the sideline all the way. Can he make it? Yes, he can. It will be touchdown, Jackson. No yellow flags on the field. That's what you look for. Kate takes it right up the gut, similar to the run back that Nolan Johnson had on the previous kickoff, cuts it to the outside. This time, nobody could angle him off. He takes it all the way to the house. Ironman now with 55 points. And we still have six minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the third quarter. After Brown on to attempt Ironman's extra point. Situation where Wolford found the holes, found the crease, and then used his speed to take her to the house. Kick on the way, and another one right down the middle. 56-7 is your score with 6-12 remaining. Another break in the action as you're listening to Jackson Iron Football on Mix 96 FM. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends, great fun. You can be sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationship. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. We know you can trust Ohio Mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how Ohio Mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. Patrick Brown's kickoff is taken by Rocky Jones at the 18-yard line. He returns it right at the middle and going to be brought down by Delaney at the 30-yard line. 
grabbed the jersey, held on to it, then brings him down at the 30. Nice job by Bryce Delaney. 56 to 7 is your score. Jackson leads and Herman shuffling in the new faces. Haven't had an offensive play in this. No, we have not. Yes, we have. Yeah, we did. Yes. Cade Wilford touchdown. We've had one offensive play. That was a touchdown. We've had one kickoff, two kickoff returns. Both were fabulous. One resulted in a touchdown. Here's Blue Lions with the first and 10 at the 30-yard line. Trips to the left. And looking over the middle is caught. And Dahlmeyer with a breaking some tackles still on his feet. Now he sheds another one. He may go down the sideline. And he will have clear sailing for the touchdown. A 70-yard scamper. A.J. Dalmar broke about four tackles and just kept working his way to that sideline where he outraged the defenders. I don't know. I, I couldn't believe the first half, but minutes here into the third quarter, it's been two scores each. Unbelievable. Two one-play drives. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dalmar is an outstanding athlete, been there, known as their best receiver all along. He made tacklers miss on that one and takes it to the house. 69 yards on that one, gentlemen. R.J. Poos will try to tack on another point and make it a 42-point margin. Boy, does that help their total yards, Pete. And this kick is blocked. And Gavin Jones got that big call up there for that block. Score remains Jackson 56, the Blue Lions 13. Another break in the action. And we'll be back with more Ironman football after this. H-E-R Realtors is now doing business as Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. The same great service, the same great people, just a different logo. This month, when you list with Howard Hanna and Jackson, you'll get a free professional detail cleaning of your home before it goes on the market. And for buyers, Howard Hanna has a 100% buyback guarantee for any Howard Hanna home listing you purchase and aren't happy with. Some restrictions apply. Call Howard Hanna and Jackson at 740-577-9551 for more details. Call it sold with green and gold. This is Joel Wood with Infinity Insurance Solutions in Jackson. Having the right players in the right places is critical for positive outcome. We at Infinity Insurance Solutions have some of the best. This puts Infinity Insurance Solutions in the best position to get the best insurance value for your business, business auto, home, personal auto, classic vehicle, life, IRAs, and annuities. Let our team find the best solution for you. Infinity Insurance Solutions of Jackson. Call Joel Wood, Shauna Davis, or Dwayne Boring at 740-286-4385. Well, we've had a lot of kickoffs here in this third quarter. Here's the kick, and it's taken by Nolan Johnson at the 15-yard line. And there's a big hit, stranding him straight up at the 25. So a 10-yard return. That's where the Jackson Ironman offense will take over. Pretty much the first play of this third quarter that wasn't electrifying Pete Wilson. A 10-yard return there by Nolan Johnson. Uh, courthouse showing the explosion that we knew they were capable of, and we expected to see some of. Uh, Dalmar with a 69-yard catch and run there on the pass from uh, Troy Thompson. Extra point, though, is blocked, so the Ironmen still lead 56-13, and the clock runs. And first to 10, Jackson. Winner still in the game for the Airmen. He hands off the left side. Turning in the stiff arm is Wolford, and he's thrown out of bounds after a three-yard game here in front of his own bench. 
three-yard gain, second eight. and seven. Stop. The clock does keep running. And they still have our offense in there. I think Coach Hall watched him on the defense. He uh, addressed the defense a little bit on that last play. So he probably doesn't want to give up total momentum, but he's got pretty much a starting offense in there. Here's to be. He'll step under the center, and he'll have a little play action. Now he's going to have he's going to be throwing off balance and caught at the 33 and turning it up field. Who is that? Making the catch is that? I'm going to guess it's Eli. That's about where he usually is in the flats. And we'll see. It is. It is. Eli Roman. No shocker there. Nice job there. He's able to catch it and make up the yards for a first down. And Winter's doing a nice job of scrambling. It looked like he was going down almost to his knee. And here comes Tucker Williams in to replace him. Had a and defender basically hanging on him. That shows you the strength of a Jacob Winters. Now I would think Jacob's probably done for the evening. He checks out 8 out of 13, 141 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. First and then Jackson. And movement along that line of scrimmage will cost them five yards. Tucker Williams, the new quarterback in. He's a 5'10", 150-pound sophomore. Tucker's done a great job the last two games playing the whole second half. So not the whole second half because Brody Woodford has gotten into some of them after Tucker there, but uh, doing a good job running the offense. Now tonight he's in there with mainly the starters along with him. Yes, and they work out of the eye. Williams up under center and fumble on the exchange and a big pileup at the 36. But Jackson does keep the ball, but they lose additional yardage. Well, brings up second down and six, 17 yards to go. Down to 235 in this third quarter. The Ironman lead at 56 to 13. And again, it's a fumble on the exchange. The ball still loose, and it's all the way back to the 21-yard line where the Ironmen do recover it. But, boy, a big loss on the play, and the Ironmen going backwards. Yeah, look who's coming back in. Um, Jacob Winters, we just already called his night off, but he's going to come back in. It's going to be third and a mile, third and 33. All right, third down or second, yeah, it's third down. Thirty-three yards to go. We are at one forty-five remaining in the third quarter. Cordell showing blitz and the Ironman handoff. This time it's running left. It's Wolford. He gets the corner. 30, 35, and he steps out of bounds. Around the 37, 38 yard line. There will be fourth down and the Ironman will be looking to punt it away. Second punt of the night for Jackson. Yeah, we'll get some of it back, but clock running, boy, just a minute, 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. How fast it goes with a running clock. On his scrimmage is the 38. It's fourth and 15. Winners under no pressure will get this punt away. It's a low kick, and it drives him down the field, and it will bounce inside the 25 and be down to at the 21 yard line. Another good net punt there for Jacob Winters, Pete. That would be a 41 yard punt by Jacob. 
He had a 41 or a 45 yarder earlier, so that's a 43 yard average. Very good. And with just 46 seconds, change of possession, the time, the clock is stopped. Fifty-six to thirteen is your score. Jackson with the big lead. Jumped out early, forty-two to nothing at halftime. We will have lots of things to talk about, particularly some awards in the Absolutely. second half. Absolutely. Final stats, and of course, Coach Andy Hall will be here. I snap, but Troy Thompson brings it down. He now he's pressure, and he'll go down inside the fifteen-yard line. Wrapped up in there by Ryan Taylor. Brings him down. Tackle for a loss. Big loss. Snyder in there also with an assist. Yep. And that is the final play of this third quarter. Jackson leads it 56-13. And we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football right after this timeout. Nimco Propane is your local propane provider serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477 or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow and the Ironman lead at 56 to 13 as we start the third, fourth quarter. Four touchdowns between the two teams, even with the running clock, but the Ironman actually gain a point as uh, Courthouse missed one of their extra point kicks. Ironman 56, Courthouse 13. Courthouse will start this fourth quarter second and 20 from their own 11-yard line. And they continue with Troy Thompson as the quarterback. Zach Kraft in there, one of the defensive tackles for the Ironman. Ironman starting to filter some new people in. And Thompson takes the snap, rolls to the left, and throws it up. And pin it for Heathcock, and the ball is incomplete. It was out of bounds. Their only coverage for the Ironman was Eli Broerman. Really good pressure on him there. Andrew Davis getting pressure on him. Made him throw it a little quicker than he wanted to and threw it toward the Jackson sideline, out of bounds. Brings up third down and long for the Blue Lions at their own 11-yard line. There's that back and... Wants to go down the right side of the field, and this ball is overthrown. Kalen Brown, the intended receiver. Pretty good coverage out there around the 40. Well covered. They had three receivers out in the pattern. We had all three of them blanketed. Now they're looking at a fourth down and long. Boy, I still hate to punt in the fourth quarter when you're down this much, but what is it, fourth and 20? Yep, their ball is 
resting at their own 11-yard line. I think we'll see Tanner Leemaster coming in for his another punt for the Blue Lions. And once again, he'll Front- stand with his feet on the goal line. Frontier Athletic Conference basketball fans will hear the name Tanner Lemaster this year, outstanding basketball player for this Blue Lions team who should be very solid this year. Lemaster at this goal line to punt it away. Here come the Ironman, a low spiraling kick, and it will. The Ironman let it bounce, and it does take a Blue Lion roll all the way down. This will be the best punt of the night for the Blue Lion to the 34-yard line. That one helped his average, Pete. All right, let's see what they're, what we're going to say here. 39, 54, 56 yards. Wow. Wow. Jackson now has a whole new unit coming on the field offensively. It didn't look like it was maybe 15 feet off the ground, but no. it did cast the distance. Well, we've put pressure on him, and he has had to take a one-step kick literally every time to get rid of it as quick as he could. Jandy Hall talking with uh, Tucker Williams. As he gets the play, and he'll come into the Ironman offense with 9.45 to go in this fourth quarter. We're running clock. Jacob Allen, who Coach Hall said is back healthy, had to sit out last week. He's in there at the left tackle position. High formation for the Ironman. It's Williams taking the snap. He hands off to the left side and breaking some tackles and picking up yardage out over the 40-yard line. It may give him a gain of eight. He's tackled at the 42-yard line. Is that Bryce Delaney? It looked like Bryce Delaney. Also see Grant McCarty in the backfield. Tucker getting the orders from Coach Hall on the sideline. He'll take it to the huddle there. Colson Oyer, the other tackle. Out of the eye formation, hand off the second back through. Stiff arm there by Delaney. He has the first down as he's out to midfield. Right at midfield, nice run there by... Bryce Delaney, he's had some awfully good games running the football in JV football this year. Been such a key member of the defense, taking over the nose guard spot as the year has worn on. It is down to 8.25 remaining in the game. Coach Hall talking to Tucker Williams there on the sideline. It's the play. From the 50-yard line, first and 10 for the Ironman. Pitch to Delaney. Gets a good stiff arm at midfield and dives forward. For seven-yard gain down to the 43-yard line. Center sights in there at the center position. Ryan Taylor at the left guard. Joel Cashmore, one of the uh, wide receivers. It is a... Seven-yard game, second and three. Ball now moves to the 43. Hayden Fleelman, he is in there at a wide receiver position. Williams hands off. This time it's Grant McCarty, and McCarty finds nice hole as he picks up the first down. He's all the way down to the 31-yard line of the Blue Lions. Exactly what you want your second unit to do. and that's, You know, you don't want to throw it too much now, but you want to run it, keep the thing going, keep the yard markers moving, and watch that running clock run. 
Ironman about ready to pick up win number seven on this season. We are at seven minutes remaining in tonight's game. 56 to 13. Here's the first down play. Adam McCarty has it. He follows the blockers over that left side. And he puts up another seven, eight yards, giving a gain of eight on that first down carry. Colton Leach in there, also getting a good block. He's a junior. How about this? The Sheridan Generals taking the lead over Tri Valley, 14 to 13. With that score sounds familiar. Yes, it does. With Tri Valley has won one by that very same score. That still hurt. It does. Six minutes and 15 seconds to go. Second and short for the Ironman ball at the 23 yard line. Cashmore out wide to the left side. Diamonds out to the right. We're down. There's a pitch back. And that Wiley with the carry. Ball is taken away and running down field and tackled at midfield by Tucker Williams. But that ball was stripped out of the hands by Sander Camden. And he knew what to do with it, Dan. Yes, he, he took did. off. Took off running and a nice job by Tucker Williams to save that touchdown because there was nobody but Tucker that had a shot at him. Caught up a few yards. Got him wrapped up, but not until he was able to cross the 50. And they're going to mark it right about the 49-yard line of the Ironmen. Another turnover by the Ironmen. First and 10 for the Blue Lions at the Airman 49. Easton McGraw on the field for the Airman at one of the cornerback positions. Charlie and Woodard at an outside linebacker. Troy Thompson, number eight, continues to quarterback the Blue Lions. He's a senior. High snap and hands the ball. Back to number seven, that's Rocky Jones. And Jones has the room, and he will go all the way down the far sideline for the touchdown. 49 yards for the Blue Lions score. That is the kind of explosiveness we know Rocky Jones has. Got that to the end zone pretty quickly. Ran right behind the right side of their offensive line. Cut it to the outside down the sideline and into the end zone. The Blue Lions get on the board with their third touchdown of the game. All coming here in the second half. And R.J. Foose to attempt the extra point. Low snap. It's bobbled as the holder has to take off and run. Tosses it into the end zone for the two-point conversion to number six. That's Miguel Utera. And all of a sudden, the game is back to a 21. Well, well you got it. 56-21. They have at least not totally quit in this contest. Kept their starters in on that last possession or so. Running back Rocky Jones takes it to the house. 5-19 to go. Pete Wilson. Rocky Jones, a 49-yard TD run, and then on a very unconventional two-point play off the bad snap, uh, the holder made a nice play there. We're able to throw it into the end zone to uh, the receiver. It's 56-21. to 21. And The Airmen kickoff team will have uh, like the normal kickoff team out there. And maybe a few bodies are changing. I see that now. But Wolford, Simon, and Roman back deep for the Ironman. 
usually even when you go with second units offense and defense, you don't change special teams much just because of the organization part of it. Boos, who tees it up on the right side of the, near the right hash mark. And sends it deep, and it will be taken by Wolford at the 11-yard line. Wolford straight up the middle of the field. Again, he's out over the 35. Now on his, it's a race. He's at the 40, 45, and tackled near midfield in front of the Ironman bend. He wasn't far from turning the corner right there at midfield. He'd have been down the whole sideline, but a great job there by Cade once again. Give us a short field. Toby Mitchell making that touchdown saving tackle. At the 48-yard line. What strength this second half, Pete Wilson's kickoff returns, isn't it? Right. Of course, Wolford with the touchdown, uh, 92 yards. Johnson with a 69-yard return, and that one goes for 38 by Cade. And we have number five, Bodie Wolford, the freshman in. At quarterback for the Airmen, he works out of the shotgun. Then Simon's in motion, and he gets the handoff. Simon's around the end of the left side. He cuts it up and crosses the 50 and tackled at the 44-yard line of Courthouse. Simon's, Brody, a handful of those freshmen played a very good, strong freshman schedule this year. I think they had one loss, but a lot of them getting some opportunities here these last couple weeks for uh, Friday night football. It's a gain of seven. And the clock down two, four minutes remaining. Walker takes the snap, looking over the middle, wants to pass, has pressure, and he'll be sacked all the way back to the 40-yard line. That's a loss on the play of over 10 yards, and it'll bring up third down and 16 for, make it third down and 18 now for the Ironman. Courthouse. Sending everybody up the middle on that one and able to get to Wolford. Big loss. There's the third down and a long play for the Airmen. A fake to the motion man, and Wolford will keep it. Pick up short gain out to the 41, maybe the 42, and now the Airmen punting unit will come back on the field and punt it away. Stay with us. Post-game activities, as usual, we will give away awards. The Jason Gillum Insurance Player of the Week Award will be announced again. The Moreau Collision Hit of the Game will be announced. Pete Wilson's statistics, and as always, we will have a chance to visit about this game with Coach, Head Coach Andy Hall. We certainly will. Jacob Winters win to punt it away. Nobody back deep for the... Blue Lions, and now we have a penalty. Black thrown on the far side of the field, and that will be procedure against the Ironman. How about this score? The Ironman Fighting Tigers tied up with the Gallia Academy Blue Devils, 22 And they were up 22-0? 22-7 at one point. 22-7, and to let Gallia fight back like that. Way to go, Gallia. Whoa. 
That's a shocker. That's the number one team in Division Five in the state of Ohio. Five-yard penalty. Again, Blue Lions with nobody back deep. Guy, you lost earlier to Rock Hill, and I don't think a lot of people gave them a lot of opportunity to win this. Half is away. Here's the kick. And it will take a big roll. This will help the averages as the ball will roll inside the 15 and be down near the 12-yard line. Get your math cap on, Pistol. That's a good one. All the way down to the 12-yard line. So uh, that's going to be 51 yards for Jacob. So he's gone 45, 41, and 51 on the punts. And now we have one minute and 26 seconds to go in the football game. Probably only a few snaps left. Players starting to gather around the 50-yard line of each team. Get a little chilly out there tonight. It's amazing to me that Coach Williamson still has his first string offense out there. Yep. And then it was allowed him to score a couple touchdowns here. I, you got a feel. Elmeyer has been outstanding, and the stats that they gained this second half—they had no stats at halftime. Well, Thompson back to throw it, and he's pressured. Now looking upfield, and it will be Lamaster, but this ball will be intercepted by Simon at the 45. He's at That's the 30. Amazing. He's at the 25-yard line, 20, and he. Still on his feet inside the 15, and he finally goes down at the 12-yard line. Late flag comes in way behind the play. Great interception by Ryan. He goes up in the air, gets the two hands on it, and a very good kickoff, I mean, interception return. Let's see what they're – I think the interception will stand. I think it's going to be a penalty against Jackson. The interception will stand. The flag came very late. <laughs> the turn team. Which was us. No, I... Shouldn't be half the distance to the goal. No, No, I think they made a mistake here. They're going to discuss things and get this right. It should be a penalty for us. After the fine return by Ryan Simon, Pete, another turnover for the Ironman defense. That's right. Simon took the interception, the third interception for the Ironman tonight. So that makes uh, four turnovers against Courthouse and the and it was against uh, Courthouse, the way it turns out, a half-the-distance half penalty to the six-yard line. So it will be against the Blue Lions. So the Ironman looking at a first and goal from the six-yard line. Less than a minute remaining, and the clock is running. Lee Wolferson, Charlie... Woodard in motion, and he pitches to him, trying to get around the corner, left in, and he will be run out of bounds around the two-yard line. And that will probably be the last play of the game. Yeah, we'll have to see if Jackson wants to run another play. I would be surprised if they do, although Coach Hall called a play in for Bodie Wolford. So let's see if the Ironmen are going to snap one more time. They will. 14-13. Now Wolford under center. And... 
Handoff straight up the middle. Is it McCarty? And he gets in for the touchdown. That's with 4.5 seconds left in the contest. And McCarty with his first touchdown of the night. And now the Airmen lead it 62-21. to 21. Extra point will for Thatcher Brown. Snap is on the way. The kick and he's right down the middle. 63 to 21. The Ironman increased the lead and I'm out on the field, but we're going to stay right here. Only four and a half seconds to go. Get in the ball game. Hear from Coach Hall. I got a feeling that last touchdown was because the courthouse had not subbed. Yeah. Um, but we got it. We'll take it. Grant McCarty gets his second career touchdown, 63-21. to 21. People open up the newspapers on Saturday morning, look around and look at this story. Be, be shocked quite a bit. Okay, Rocky Jones back deep for the Blue Lions. Thatcher Brown, he's it up for the Ironman. game will not end. <laughs> That's the end of the game. Oh, it is the end of the game. Okay. It did end. 63-21 is your final here tonight as the Jackson Ironman roll over the Wishman Courthouse Blue Lions in the regular final regular season home game here at Alumni Stadium. Well, and that's a big thing, is that now we are guaranteed a co-championship for at least the fourth time in the six years of the history of the Frontier Athletic Conference. Uh, we will go to Chillicothe next week to try to get an outright championship. We know in the past Chillicothe has ruined that a time or two. So we certainly want to take care of business on that one. But wow, a 42 to nothing halftime score. Who would have thunk it? And an amazing effort by the Jackson Airmen. A near perfect first half. Yes, it was. As, uh, 21 points in the first quarter, 21 in the second quarter, and the defense played outstanding in that first half of play. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Well, we're going to give away some awards. We're going to work. Pete's working on some statistics, and there's quite a few of them to talk about. And we will talk with Coach Hall, so stay with us, setting up that big Week 10 contest. And uh, it's a, it's going to be a fun one. Jackson. And we have had some heartache up in Chillicothe before that we yeah. remember very well. Week 10 matchup has been you know, good and bad for the Army. Yes, last year, last year was a uh, lopsided Jackson victory. Two years ago was just the opposite. Yes, absolutely. All right, the Ironman won at 63-21 here in week number nine. We'll take a break, and we'll be back as post-game activities continue on Mix 96. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. 
like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead. Now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson. They know everything about taxes. High school football is back. At Queen Bee Cleaning, we understand what this means for families. Long nights and dirty equipment thrown throughout the house. As a parent myself, I know how fast it can all pile up. Let your players focus on sweeping the floors with their opponents. Queen Bee can handle the ones at home. We offer professional cleaning with a personal touch. We're insured and offer cleaners for both residential and commercial properties. So if the busyness of the season has you in a pinch, call Queen Bee Cleaning at 740-418-2710 or message us on our Facebook page today. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Rice or Equipment of Lucasville on US 23, or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today, or visit them online at riceequipment.com or on Facebook. Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get finance for your new LS tractor today. Excel in your field. Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. You're listening to Football Friday Nights on Mix 96 FM. Week number nine is in the books, and the Jackson Ironman through their record is seven and two overall. There's two hiccups early in the season by a total of four points. Hiccups the, or heartbreak? Heartbreak, yes. Yes, they were. But the Ironman continued their dominance in the FAC as they rolled in the 63 to 21 over the Washington Courthouse Blue Lions. And, and the Blue Lions just beat Chilakati last week, seven and one on the season coming in, and like everybody thought this was awesome. Oh, it's also for sure. And some people felt the Blue Lions maybe had a little more talent than we had on the field. It didn't show up tonight. Um, Jackson dominated early, made plays right off the bat. It was 14-0, as we've kind of done the last few weeks in a blink of the eye, and it just looked like it took some of the air out of the Blue Lions. They just didn't play with the same kind of fire I know that they have played with all year long. I mean, this is a team defensively has been very strong. They had one bad game against Western Brown. They've played another. Their other seven games have been outstanding efforts. But tonight, we were able to do about whatever we wanted to that first half. All right. 63-21. Let's give away some awards. Monroe, collision of the game. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to brag a little bit about this offensive line. The, the group of seniors, you know, and, um, 
are skilled kids. Their stats are always unbelievable, and they do so many. They're able to make plays, but there's a reason they make plays. It's a senior-dominated offensive line that's been nothing short of outstanding. Tonight had to be their most dominant performance. Uh, right side of that line, Tylen Messer, David Norris, Nate O'Brien, the center, kind of the quiet man stuck in the middle in there. Those guys were all outstanding. But left side of the line, it seemed like there were a couple times in that first half we ran behind the left side of the offensive line and nobody touched the bat. Um, good things were happening. We saw a couple really big blocks in there. We're going to name our Monroe Collision uh, Hit of the Week Award winner is going to go to an offensive guard. Congratulations, senior guard. Alan Adams, you are going to be our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winner. Those are drive blocks. Those are bull rush drive blocks where we just, there's big holes there, and running backs are the ones that are the benefactors on that. And congratulations to you, that left side of the line, offensive line, fabulous tonight. All right, congratulations, Alan Adams. He's a senior, and uh, I think you're going to stay on uh, you know, the offensive side of the ball here for the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Kind of an old offensive lineman. I coached offensive line many, many years ago, decades ago, when the game was much different. But I tell you what, I'm so impressed with the way this line has come, you know, from the first few weeks of the season to where they are now. Now, one of those reasons might have been a guy was banged up early in the year. Once he's gotten healthy, our line has gotten better. Left side of that line, since we're here, since we're hanging on that side of the line, let's just finish the job here. Uh, Jason Gillum, Insurance Player of the Week Award winner. Thank you, Jason. He was here tonight. He was in person. I was hoping to get him up here to talk to him, but he was so busy signing autographs we couldn't. Oh, okay. But no, we really appreciate Jason's uh, supporting of this award year in, year out, year in, year out. Just does a fabulous job. But our Jason Gillum Insurance Player of the Game goes to another senior, another big guy, offensive lineman, left tackle, Trent Evans. Congratulations, Trent. You had some beautiful blocks out there. And once again, every running back should run up there and thank any of you guys on that offensive line tonight. It was fun playing behind you guys tonight. Yeah, it certainly was. And congratulations, Trent Evans, number 64, senior captain for the Ironman, opening the holes tonight, all night long for the Jackson Ironman offense. And uh, thank you, Jason Gillum, for sponsoring interest response tonight. Yeah, it was, this was a fun one. The band is now entertaining the crowd that's left over, but uh, running clock three weeks in a row, the whole second half, unbelievable, isn't it? Coach Hall has worked his way up here. Let's take a timeout, let him catch his breath while Pete works on stats, and uh, we're going to take a, a two-minute timeout. Oh, wait, he says he's ready to go. Oh, we're going to take a two-minute timeout, and we'll be back with statistics by Pete Wilson and we're going to talk with head coach Andy Hall. All right, we'll be back right after this. Football Friday nights to soccer Saturdays. Our local sporting events are a great opportunity to spend time with your family. The Yaya Benton Educational Service Center encourages all area families to attend a game, cheer on your team, and build traditions. Check out our website at www.gallavintonesc.org and click on the Family and Community Resources banner for more ideas. Spend time with your family. 
Wow Osborne Equipment Service. I need to order pizza. We don't have any pizza. Can I get a cheeseburger? We don't have any food. I think you might have the wrong number. You always say you have something for everyone. We do with parts and service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs. And we're family owned and operated. We don't do food, but I've got a truck so I can go pick up a pizza if you want. While you're at it, my mom wants a salad. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. Your home of Jackson Ironman football is Mix 96 FM. Game activities continue here at Jackson's Alumni Stadium where the Ironman remain perfect in Frontier Athletic Conference play. 63-21, the final tonight. Coach Hall, you had everything going for you here in that uh, first half of the play and then cruise in the second. Yeah, we did. And I'll tell you what, um, you know, it was one of the situations where, you know, we had a great week of practice. You know, I felt like that, you know, we were honed in, you know, in the, in the pregame warm-ups. You know, we knew that this was going to be a physical ball game. We wanted to take it to them. We didn't feel like that, you know, when you compare their non-league games to ours, that they hadn't been battle-tested like we had. So, you know, what I told them, I said, just take this, take this test to the field now. You know, this is why we played all those games, is to be in a championship effort and, you know, be dominant. And I thought tonight, you know, look at the stats before we came on, the fact that we gave up one yard offense in the first half. We've never done that. I mean, and it's not like we're playing a Division Seven, you know, 11-man, you know, seven-man football team. I mean, my Lord, I mean, that was, you know, this is a 7-1 ball team that's fifth in the region and undefeated in the conference. And we held them to one yard, you know, just speaks volumes for our kids and our defense and, and the defensive game plan that our guys had together. I mean, it was just incredible. Our skill guys got to shine, but let's be honest, we won the battle in the trenches both offensively and defensively. Yeah, we did. And, you know, we came out, started out tonight, in our, back in our nine-man line. We introduced that tonight. We hadn't done that since um, Wittersburg. And, um, just going to make it a little more simpler this time than we did the last time we did it. Um, and then the second play of game, we were able to run our four verticals and we shifted the, the, the wings back, made four eligible receivers. You know, Jacob had kind of a pick of the litter who was open. And of course, you know, Mr. Reliable, our tight end, I mean, Buddy Butcher, he absolutely, you know, gets it done. And he had two more touchdowns tonight. And I'll tell you what, he got us all started on the right track. Oh, no question about it. What in that second touchdown to Brody, what a beautiful play by your quarterback to keep the play alive. Yeah. He really fought hard to stay upright because they had pressure on him. And he's, it, it, let's be honest, we, he, I hope 
we're not spoiled, but we get kind of used to him making plays like that. Well, and, and, and he tell you, he missed the first read that was open early, and then he, he scrambled, and our guys are pretty good about coming back to him, and he kept his eyes downfield. He eluded the defender and was able to make a nice pass in the end zone. And, you know, that, that second touchdown really got things going for us. Now it's 14 nothing. You know, early in the first quarter, the tempo had already been established, and now we just pin our ears back and going after their quarterback. We talked about it a little bit in your pregame show, but this offensive line has grown so much, and tonight they were dominant up front. There were times our running backs were being touched. Well, you know, they were, and, and again, every week. We just we go back to fundamentals every Monday and Tuesday, and, you know, Coach Jeffers and Coach Hall just hammers to them about their steps and their and hand placements and just keep being physical. And, you know, I know, again, we got called for holding a couple times again tonight, but, you know, we don't, we, we don't pretend to, to care about not being physical. I mean, we're going to be physical. I mean, we don't apologize for that. Sometimes we get caught up in it and, you know, we get penalized. But, you know, we're not going to stop doing who, you know, doing, being who we are. And, you know, I thought we dominated up front on both sides and really just took it to them. Boy, the, the time you had to break their back was first and goal from the 36-yard line. <laughs> yeah. After two holes. Oh, yeah. And we convert that on fourth down for the touchdown. And I, I, yeah. I think – they might have felt the game was over then. Yeah, I tell you, it was just that was an incredible play. And, um, you know, we didn't have Jake Wood tonight. He was a game-time decision with Achilles injury, and, and he didn't practice all week, but he tried to go in warm-ups and probably could have gone if, if need be. But, um, you know, he's one of those situations. He got a lot of good extra points now. He did. Well, I told him, even if you can't play, uh, you're still holding for extra points. And he yeah. had three three of them. He, he did a great job of getting the ball down and, and you know, Thatcher Brown, what, what can you say more about him? The fact he just keeps kicking them and he's doing, you know, better on his kickoffs, but he's been so consistent for us and extra points, and that's key down the stretch. But, um, you know, just so proud of our kids. Again, we were focused this week. We knew that, you know, a win would guarantee us a share of the championship. But, you know, like we just said, um, you know, we go down there and lay an egg and chill coffee next Friday night, and now it could be a three-way tie for a league at yeah. 16s, and we don't want that. 18 you know? seniors didn't want this to be their last time on alumni field. You're exactly right, you know, and, you know, there's no guarantee we play home. I mean, now we're going to be able to play home, I do believe, regardless, but um, in week 11. But, again, our goal is to win the conference championship outright, and, you know, every time we go to chill coffee, you know, you can see the history of this game at their field. Hernstein Field, I mean, it's been wars. Um, double, triple overtime games, come from behind games. You know, we lost one year on, 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 a, on a last second play. And, you know, they always play so well at home. I mean, most teams do, but they play with a lot of energy at home. And, you know, that guy's a conference championship for them to play, too. I mean, even though for them it would be a three-way split, but it's better than getting nothing at that point for them. Of course, you know, get a real high seed in the playoffs, and we're all in this region together. You know, that's right. Courthouse and, and um, Trace. You know, there's possibilities we could play each other again, you know, in a week or two. So, you know, they got a ton to play for. We know they're going to get their best. You know, this is a rivalry that goes back for many years and, and several different uh, conferences. And, um, you know, our kids, they want this. You know, they understand that, you know, they saw this on the schedule. You know, you had to go to Chilcotti. We we're hoping to, you know, go to Chilcotti to play for a conference title. And they put themselves in that situation to do so. And, you know, I expect a great week of practice. Coach, this game is, uh, uh, this night is a little bit close to your heart. What a pregame. Um, it's Cancer Awareness Night out right. there on the field. Um 
and your dad got honored for 50 years of coaching. I thought that was a pretty neat night for you, and it looked like a lot of family here. Well, yeah, it was, and I appreciate, you know, past these when I like director and, and the school to present that to him, and, you know, 50 years is a long time, and, yeah. you know, I'd be able to bring my, my family, my sister, and, and her kids. Reagan was able to make it tonight. She had a late class, but, you know, Bryce, they would come home and, and, and having CJ and Chloe all here. I mean, you know, the whole family was here, and uh, it was really nice to, you know, be there, had a lot, of, a lot of old friends from Woodsboro, a couple of these old coaches that came from Woodsboro came up tonight to watch, you know, watch the presentation. And, you know, his wife came as well. And, um, you know, it was just really nice. He had no idea. It was a complete surprise. He had no idea besides oh, Bryce was going to be better. here. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't know when my family was coming. And they wrapped around that corner from the helmet. He's like, what's going on here? Just staying right here. And, he, of course, then he saw his wife. And, and it's like, wait, you know, you, what's going on here? So, just, yeah, just, yeah, just keep your mouth shut and smile. And I uh, was so proud of him. You know, there's, too, there's not many guys that coached 50 years in there any sport. fewer from now on. From now on. I mean, There's this is no just so hard. I mean, I'm thinking 50 years for me, that means I have to go 20. I got to go 19 more years. I mean, my Lord. We'll, we'll plan on we'll being here. <laughs> we'll try it. Yeah. Well, but, um, but, again, I mean, just so happy for him and, and to see my family here and, you know, my wife and, and the kids and everyone, you know, being part of this, it, it's best, it's special, and um, you know, it's was, it was great to see everyone. Well, and then for his line to perform like that. Well, and, and I told all the, all the players knew it was going to happen. I told him last night when when Dad left after after pregame practice. I said, "Oh, by the way, we're going to honor you know Coach Hall and all this stuff, and that's going to be in the middle of your warm-ups, But I want you to know what's going on. And, and those offensive line, especially those seniors, you know, they really. I mean, that's like a second dad to them, and that's one of the reasons why Dad came back this year. You have all those offensive line and he's had for, you know, ever. And um, that's a special group. And, um, you know, he just does a great job. And, you know, my whole coaching staff, you know, they just, they've been around, down with me forever. And, um, you know, we try to hold that standard. And I think at the end of the day, and I, you know, I know, you know we're up, six, you know, 55 to 14 at the time, and, and we give up a play, and I'm out there yelling, screaming, going nuts. And I told the guys, you know, timeout, I said, listen, it's, it's about the standard. I don't care what the score is. You know, when you guys come in the game, I expect the same effort and, 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 and ability than anyone else. So just because we're up 40, 50 points doesn't mean we just lay down and say, oh, okay, well, it's all right. I said, no, the standard's the standard, and we're not going to deviate from that. And I think if you keep those young kids understanding that, that when they become the, the you know the big boys, which is right around the corner, right around the corner. I mean, it's coming in very soon that they understand what we expect. So, and it's not me, you know, trying to act like an idiot, but it's just we have a standard we're going to hold, and I'm making the difference. If you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, we're going to hold you that standard, and you're expected to perform. So, and, and then after that last run, we played really well. Those guys that I was ripping come back and, and gave great, great effort and did a great job, and that's what I want to see is how do you respond when bad things happen. It's not personal. I love every one of those guys. I never call them names. We never, you know, it's not personal. But I'm going to demand, and my coach staff is going to demand, the very best, and if we don't get it, we're going to we're going to call them out on it. But like I said, they responded great, and I was very happy for them. Well, coach, next week is week number ten. All your your goals out there, the Frontier Athletic Conference outright, and, uh, and go to Chillicothe. Well, you know, I saw tonight Tri Valley got beat. I think so. You know, there's a chance we be we may be the number one seed, and if we're not, a win next week will probably give us the number one seed. So, you know, that that's special. But again, when you look at our region, one through sixteen, it's all good teams. It's not like you're going to get a seed. And and be able to play two or three cupcakes. I mean, week one's going to be a barn runner. So, 
but at least it gives an opportunity to have that first week at home and, and everything. So, you know, we'll see. Again, all of our focus is, is show a coffee and win a conference championship outright. And, you know, I know my staff's going to bust their tails this weekend, getting a game plan ready. And, you know, these guys come in Monday, ready to go. All right. Congratulations on the win. And we'll talk to you again next week. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Code championship already. All right. Now we want a full one. We want to, we want to be a little selfish. All right. Pete Wilson is now ready for the final stats of tonight's game. All right. Once again, uh, the Ironmen 63, Washington Courthouse Blue Lions 21 in a game uh, sounds funny to say, really wasn't that close. The Ironman leading 42 to nothing at halftime, running clock in the second half. Uh, and uh, Courthouse scores uh, a couple against uh, Jackson's reserves there to make the score better than it really was. But still, a feel good win for the Ironman. As we said, no worse than a share of the FAC title. Of course, Coach Hall and company want more than that. They'll go for it next week at Chillicothe. Team stats, Jackson, 16 first downs, 8 for Courthouse. 53 offensive plays to 36 for Courthouse. Jackson gains 244 rushing yards on 42 carries, 95 yards in the air, 339 yards for the Ironman tonight. They had 259 at halftime. Courthouse, 58 net yards rushing on 17 carries, 141 yards in the air. As they give a quarterback Troy Thompson and uh, his receivers some credit there in the second half, as they did make some big plays, they end up with a total of 199 yards, still well below the courthouse standard. Jackson was seven of 11 passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Courthouse eight of 19. They did have one touchdown pass, but three interceptions. Three punts for uh, uh, three punts for 139 yards or 137 yards for Jackson. That is about uh, almost a 40 yard average there for Jacob Winters. More than a 40 yard average. How about 40, 44 yard average for him? Five punts, 163 yards for Courthouse. Jackson had one, had four fumbles, lost one, one turnover. Courthouse four turnovers, one lost fumble, and three interceptions. Jackson nine penalties for 70 yards. Courthouse five for 43. Uh, a lot of a lot of players got in the act on uh, the offensive stats. Cade Wolford went over 100 yards. Night or 17 carries for. Uh, 109 yards and two touchdowns. He also, of course, had a 92-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, the first kickoff return for touchdown this year for the Ironman. And, of course, Nolan Johnson with a long kickoff return that set up a touchdown. Other Ironmen that uh, scored tonight, Nolan Johnson, four carries, 37 yards and a touchdown. Eli Burman, five carries, 28 yards and a touchdown. We told you about Cade Wilford getting two. Grant McCarty, a touchdown late, four carries, 22 yards, and one touchdown for him. Winners throwing the ball. He didn't certainly throw any in the second half. He was 7 out of 11 for 95 yards. Touchdown passes, two to Brody Butcher, and one to Eli Broerman. Eli Broerman with an interception that also set up a touchdown. That was his sixth interception of the season, by the way. So there you are, fellas. 63-21. to 21. Can we say it one more time? Say it again, Pete. Go ahead. 63-21. to 21. Out of way. Well, the Ironman improved to 7-2 overall, and uh, next week is the showdown with Chilakasi. Oh, uh, they will go fun. Yeah. Week 10 showdown, league championship on the line, maybe the number one seed in the whole Division 11 region on the line. I mean, it's getting pretty exciting. It was, and, uh, well, week number 10 is upon us. And uh, until next week, for uh, P. Wilson and Dan Morrow and Erica, Thank you back at the station and holding things down for us. This is Dan Dobbins saying so long, everyone. 
You've been listening to Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Jackson Ironman Football has been brought to you by Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Department, Glass Garage, Holzer Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris K&M and KO of Jackson, Red Wolf Dog Kennel, Angles Garage, General Mills Totinos, Webb's Heating and Cooling, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game, Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, and Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Jackson Ironman Football has also been brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, H&R Block of Jackson, Leella Lanes of Wellston, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, A&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchery, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipment, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Don't miss a snap of Jackson Ironman football all season long on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Football Friday night in Southern Ohio has been a presentation of Total Media and Jackson County Broadcasting.